What's up, Internet? Welcome to another episode of Magical Boys. We are back. Be professional, DJ. Real professional. Yeah, I'm a professional, professional. girl. Yes. Yes. We're professionals. We're back with another episode. It is I, DJ Kirkland, and I am joined by a very scruffy boy, Ruben mm-hmm. Medina. That's right. It's me. DJ, you wearing that Naruto shirt? Yes. Going to the Ichiraku Ramen. Oh. Yep. Sounds good. I would love some ramen right now, actually. Uh, I would love ramen all the time. Because it's finally starting to get kind of cold in California. And when I mean kind of cold in California, I mean it's like 60. So I'm I'm ready for ramen. I'm ready for scarves. I'm ready for boots, big jackets, and ramen. It's like 75 right now in Georgia. So... It's like I don't. It's been it's been complete ass until this weekend. Yeah, we had Georgia Pride weekend and it brought in the cool weather. <laughs> the, the gays created the a gay, cold front. The, the gays created a heat wave. <laughs> they did the opposite though. Cool down. <laughs> Very unlike gays. Um, but yeah, so weather's actually nice now. Nice. But I just want. I don't care. I mean, it could be like a hundred degrees outside, and I'll still be like, yeah, give me a big hot boiling <laughs> bowl of ramen. <laughs> Give me that feel hot, terrible. That hot bowl of wet noodles. Give me that. Oh, oh. <laughs> give me that big slurp fit. <laughs> yes, the big slurp. I think uh, that's the episode that's... name. Um, episode sixty nine. I think it's actually episode sixty nine. There is no. Are you? Serious? I hope it is. Let me check. <laughs> DJ, we need to record it more often. We've been doing this for I know years, and we're at episode sixty nine. We're not. Yeah, we're not even. At a, yeah, it's crazy. We have to. Get it, our, we need to get our shit together. If I had known, I would have done something special. Okay, let me see. Do I feel like whatever we'll put at the end or the beginning of this episode? Probably we should probably put at the end. It's oh, nasty enough. God damn it! Um, no, it's episode sixty-eight. We're so close. Oh, we're so close. We're so close. Well, now I can think about something special yes. for sixty-eight. Yes, but this episode is still going to be called the Big Slurp. <laughs> obviously, obviously, sixty-nine. We'll just have to do questions only geek sex talk yeah obviously. yes yes we have to um so tell me about your life and everything that's happening in it right now how are you oh, that's a lot it's a big question um i'm good i guess the usual what what i'm playing mm-hmm. um uh so i, I did the uh, i signed up for the apple arcade thing to try it out yep um which i have feelings about in as much as like i'm not quite sure how that thing's cut to does that seem like the future of video games? Probably in the same way, like Netflix and Spotify, all kind of follow that similar subscription model, right? Um, and and if you're play, if you're paying for um, Xbox Games Pass, you're already kind of in a similar vein. Yep. Um, but it's it is also hard for me to think about like does I'm curious what the cut for the developer is on that, where it's like, hey, we're things to be part of our games going to be part of Apple Arcade, which means you get paid. I think actually Apple Arcade has a thing where it's like amount, which this super sucks. I think amount of time spent like playing the game, there's metrics for mm-hmm. that, actually affect what you get paid from Apple for it. Oh, God. Which is like, what if you make a game that's like, so if you make like a, some sort of, it would be weird to do a free to play one or a free Apple Arcade one, but like uh, some sort of gotcha game or something that like has lots of uh, a puzzle game mm-hmm. that has lots of return use mm-hmm. um, or something that you can sink a lot of time into versus like, a cool one-hour narrative indie experience. Right. Um, and it would really discourage that type of game where you don't play it for a long time. Um, so I don't know. I mean, so purely from a like business developer side of it, I, I'm curious how, if it's going to be a good thing for developers or not. Yeah. Um, 
it, it seems like in some ways no, but I would want to talk to some actual um, developers about that. Uh, Me um, too. Pl- plus side, um, some good games I was playing from it. Uh, what the Golf is one of the Apple Arcade games um, that's genuinely really funny. Yeah, it's a golf game, but it's not like it's like if WarriorWare was a golf game. Oh well, I'm downloading that right now. It's very fun. It's like every level is very, very quick, and every level has like the the normal level and then like two like extra challenge levels on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really silly. The game just changes. It subverts your expectations constantly, and you get new mechanics constantly, but it's still very simple control wise. Okay. Um, Grindstone is a really fun puzzle game. I think that's by uh, Cappy, um, who've done like a bunch of other like large indie titles. Um, and I, I know there's like a shit ton of other games in there. Supposedly the uh, the Frogger game is supposedly very good. Yeah, Frogger and Toy Town or yeah, whatever fro- it yeah. is. Yeah, Frogger and Toyland or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, um, supposedly it's quite good. Frogger and Toy Town. As I was downloading, oh. um, what's a golf? Um, so that's what came up. <laughs> temper your expectations. It's not a whole toy land, yeah. but it is a toy town. A town. But more than a toy village. True. But not a toy metropolis. So somewhere in the middle. It probably doesn't have a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's. So just be prepared no. for that. It maybe has one. Maybe. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. not Whole Foods, whatever they have. You def- And it's like, you're not going to have Uber Eats isn't going to do a whole lot of delivery. Like, not a whole lot of delivery in there. Yeah. You DoorDash. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm. You might be able to get, like, the Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Delivered via DoorDash to Frogger Town, <laughs> but in Toy Town, but who knows? Who knows? Um, gentrification in video games, yikes! That's a whole subject. Oh my goodness! Um, oh, well, yeah. I was like a really like family oriented, lower income Frogger uh, Toy Town, but then Apple Arcade moved in, and now all of the poor frogs are having to get pushed out. <laughs> yikes! This yeah. is a little bit too. Yeah, a yeah, it's rough. Real. Yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a brand new Starbucks around the corner, and the Whole Foods is being built. But I, who can afford to live in Toy Town anymore? Nobody. 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 No. No. I got to move across the way to Shit's Creek, <laughs> which is a good show. That's so a good it's show. so good. I started watching Shit's Creek. That's good. Anyway, back to games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get to Shit's Creek later. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. With the golf, uh, Grindstone is a fun little puzzle game. I know there's more on there. I just haven't had time to check it out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I've fallen back into Dragalia because it is, I think, my favorite gotcha game. It's good. It's a real it's good It's just gotcha so good. Yeah. Also, there's a Mega Man event, like, in the winter or November. Oh, well, fuck me. Needs to get and that. I was like, I gotta get my Mega Man, boy. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Oh, and I'm playing, uh, the only, like, new thing I'm playing is, uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. I'm playing that campaign right now on computer, on PC. <laughs> on the computer. Destiny. So I'm going to go my quick, quick Destiny. Please, thing. please do. If you've never played Destiny before, I feel like right now is either is both a really good time to get into it and also a terrible time um, for two different reasons. The good reason is that it's free. Yes. Um, it, all of the content from Year One Destiny Two is now free, um, which means everything that happened, all the content before Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Um, what sucks about that is Forsaken is like really really good yeah uh, forsaken is like the taken king of destiny 2 okay where um it's just it was a it was a content drop that just had really really good stuff happening in it so it's a shame that that stuff you don't have it quite yet but the good news is i think i want to say the forsaken forsaken in like all of the year that forsaken was out all of its uh stuff is like 25 bucks so it's not much yeah 
So to pay, like, get the free, the uh, game free and then Forsaken, and it's only twenty five dollars is is rad. Um, and then Shadowkeep, which is the new stuff, um, is like thirty five dollars. And if you want the entire like season pass, it's like sixty or like the same or fifty, something like a normal game. Um, so all those things make it really good to get into if you want to try it because it's free. Um, so the thing is that it's free and that's great. Finding that free content is like not difficult. It's just the game doesn't do much tutorializing for you. Okay, yeah. You play the like you play a, a new version of the first uh, level from Destiny One mm-hmm. to like get you like on board. Um, but after that, the game just kind of throws you in the deep end. And even um, even someone who like has played a lot of Destiny, even finding some of like the new content, I was a little bit out of sorts. Um, cause things have been, I haven't played in like six months and a lot of things have been shifted around that said, uh, the story is cool. Shadowkeep is weird because you're back on the moon, which was a area in destiny one has not been in destiny two. And it's very, very similar. Like it's, it's almost nostalgic because it's the moon yep. from the first game. Right. Um, but they, uh, but they've like added a bunch of areas to it. Um, there's been some changes to it. There's really uh, spooky stuff going on. <laughs> um, it's a very good Halloween uh, playing, um, but it's good. Like it's cool. Like uh, if you have played previously, if you log in now, all of your characters, all of your weapons, all of your armor will be 750, which is the new starting light level. Okay, which is nice because if you're like, oh, maybe I want to play a different class, you don't have to level them up or anything. You can just like hop in and be like, oh, I want to play warlock now instead of titan or hunter, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, it's been fun so far, and it hasn't been like too. It hasn't been too grindy. Yeah. My understanding is to hit the new, the new like. There's one like the easy level cap is like nine fifty, mm-hmm. and then I think nine sixty is like the actual level cap. But that's the one that like once you hit nine fifty, it slows way down. Yeah. And my understanding is like unless you're just want to be like the elite player, uh, there's not a reason to get to nine sixty anytime soon. Um. So I'm I'm enjoying it. It's really fun. Um. And, I, and though I feel weird because I'm playing on PC with a controller because my hands suck uh, for mouse and keyboard. My left hand just, my wrist gets terrible no, for, for reason why. Me too. I think we're just old now. Yeah. yeah. We just old. Yeah. Um, and didn't take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the thing that sucks is that when I play like uh, any of the PvP stuff, I always feel like I'm probably a little bit slow or a little bit at a loss because I'm not using mouse and keyboard. Right. Um, but otherwise, that game controls really well with a controller. Um, I think that's all I'm playing, though. I know I'm going to pick up... Um, I'm going to be out of town soon. And so I know for my airplane ride, I think I'm going to pick up Valferis, which is a Switch... It's like a kind of like like death metal meets Contra Switch game that looks really fun. That's gotten a lot of really good buzz. Yeah. Um, okay, I know what you're talking about. I just saw a tweet from Patrick Klepek yesterday. Yes, Patrick Klepek was saying it's great. And that looked, yeah, um, it looked really, really cool. And it's like twenty two dollars, so I'm like, that's a great like buy it for the airplane ride game. Um, oh yeah, these so colors. So I'll are probably great. do that. This is great. Yeah, it's like the pixel art's really Ooh, bright and vibrant. I love that. That looks really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, so that'll be that'll be on my list soon. But that's that's all I'm playing. And like obviously I finished Fire Emblem and stuff, which I know we'll go into. You're playing Fire Emblem right now. Yes, I sure am. You're who are you playing Golden Deer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My little Scooby Doo gang in the Mystery yes. in, in Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how's that going for you at this point? Um good. So I've like I've been t- I've been like really, really, really been taking my time with Fire Emblem and only because like I've had so 
much going on leading up to New York Comic Con, which was a blast. Um, but uh, yeah, I've just been so busy with doing convention prep, and then I uh, transferred to another location for my day job. So that so there was like a lot happening over the past couple of weeks. So Fire Emblem has kind of been on a little bit of the back burner for me, but. Um, I played it a lot on the plane trip to and from New York, and I was, like, in the middle of the air, um, and that's where I got to the time skip, and um, my wig was blown back severely. Um, so, I guess that's long enough at this point, so spoiler alert still for folks yeah, that well, haven't played, alert, that haven't we can talk played about uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, the time skip, um, mm-hmm. the, after you do that last battle, that February battle... And it's mm-hmm. like, you better do all of your auxiliary battles by this date, or they're just going to be gone. And yeah. so you do that mission, and then you find out that that masked, um, that masked warrior person was Edelgard. Can, so I need to ask, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. The the flame, whatever, emperor, was that who? Is that yeah, who yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Did... Were they, like, I can't remember, in the first half of the game, did they kill people? They did shit that killed people, right? Um, or no? Yeah, like, I think... So I'm trying to remember how many people Edelgard killed. <laughs> like, I I don't think that anyone died, but they're like, this like this person will kill people. Okay. They will so I was do trying it. To, in, my, in my, like, I love Edelgard, she's my wife playthrough, mm-hmm. um, I was trying to remember, I'm like... I love you, but did you kill a bunch of people? Yeah. <laughs> can you remind me? Yeah. Um, can you put it on your profile how many people that you've murdered yeah. so I can swipe left or right, please? Exactly. Because um, so I have a limit. When when that reveal happened and she was like, fuck the church, fuck you, Lady Rhea, I was like, uh-huh. ah. mm-hmm. I, I was actually shook. I, I was not expecting that at all. I thought it was going to be Yuritsa, like the dude that was like the... Yes. I thought it was going to be him, and when it wasn't Yuritsa, I was like, oh, fuck. Is he anywhere in your playthrough? Because uh, I feel like he just, like, unless I'm just forgetting, and I probably am, I feel like he just, like, disappeared. No, he just dipped. Like, yeah. Yuritsa just dipped. So I don't know if he shows back up <laughs> in my playthrough or not, but... I, <laughs> Edelgard was like, fuck you, Lady Rhea. Fuck the church. Burn all this shit to the ground. When all that shit happened, I was like, I've chosen the right path. I love that Edelgar was like, fuck the church. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah. Fuck And, and, and fuck you especially, Rhea. Fuck you. Yep. She's like, fuck crests. I was They're like. Controlling everybody. I was Mm-mm. like, Mm-mm. Edelgard does not give a fuck. Um, you know she's wearing that like that romper. Yeah, <laughs> like you know she's ready. Yeah, she, I mean she's got shorts. I on, was like she's she had on, she had, had on her little le- red leggings. She had had on her little her like sensible battle battle heel and like mm-hmm. some little shorts. And her, so she got that that huge axe all the time. Yeah, she's, she's not playing. Edelgard is the definition of on site. Like, she's not back here casting healing magic or yeah. some shit. She's on site. She's got a big old axe. Yeah. She's about to cut you down. I mean, and then I picked this fucking this fucking like dangly earring, dangly hair, have an ass brown boy. That's like I, you know, I kind of like fell into this like leadership position, and you know, this is just my life. <laughs> I don't like to fight, but when I do, I want to be as far away as possible. Yeah, get me the fuck away from all of this. <laughs> you can put put Lissa Thea up on the front lines. Yeah, put her on the front lines. And can, can we just take a minute just to? Did you recruit Hilda from Golden? You can't Deer? recruit. So, so so you can't. There are rumors that you can, but you have to play it like perfect because okay. you basically have to. Because um, you can't like you can't give Hilda shit. 
I think you have to make sure that, like, there's a few ways that you can build up rapport with Hilda. Mm -hmm. And you have to basically do that, like, as much as possible. Yeah. And then I think after the time jump, you can get Hilda if you're not Golden Deer, I I think. I mean, I mean, my God, like, I, like, I went into Golden Deer not not knowing if I was going to like Hilda or not. I was like, she's got pink hair. That's fine. And I saw Raphael and I was like, oh, he bursting out of his clothes. That's fine too. But he's kind of got a butter face, but that's also fine. Um, but wow. What a moment. A moment in my gaming time that I will never forget. Hilda is a bad bitch. She continues to scam men into mm-hmm. doing everything for her. Oh, absolutely. What? A bad bitch. Yep. Batty of, the, batty she, of the year, batty of the, uh, of like, eternity goes to Hilda. Next she to kills Elgard. people, and instead of having, like, a clever line, she just chants her own name, because she's, like, self-care. But, <laughs> I just killed this but person. Also, Hilda. Hilda. Like, ev- like, every, every, like, um, social link with her, um, she's like, please, please, can I just watch y'all fight? Let me just stand and cheer you guys on in the background. I don't want to do it i have zero desire to fight anybody please let me not i I don't want to do it i just don't want to do it but meanwhile she is a fucking monster on the field she's incredible i had and what was wild is that like i had to fight her yeah uh, in one of the the time skip fights Mm -hmm. and like i was trying to do this thing where it's like if it's someone if it's a student on the field that i I didn't get a chance to recruit because i recruited all of the blue lions besides the do because you can't recruit to do, <laughs> and because Demetrius so is a cop, so fuck him. And Demetrius is a cop, um, so like I couldn't, I could like when I had that fight against like the blue lions, there was it was like to do and Dimitri and a bunch of like NPCs, like <laughs> there was like nobody. Um, but when I when I did Golden Deer, like Hilda and a few other people that I just didn't give a shit about. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to be like, if it's a student that I don't like, I'll murder them. I don't care. <laughs> Um, because like, and there's very few of those students in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very, very few. Mm-hmm. As, but Hilda was the first one that like came out because like in the in some of those fights later on, you don't have like everyone on the field immediately. Right. It's like you'll be fighting, and a couple turns in, whoop! Like Hilda's on the field. Oh shit! Okay, mm-hmm. damn! I was trying to not attack her, and she would just go after my people. Yeah. and murk them. So, so she was hard. just she was just throwing axes at your people, just like I don't give a yes. fuck. You're five squares away from me, and just throws a fucking axe. She was like, "You are trying to run away, yeah. and that's not gonna happen." She's amazing. Um, just to confirm, so it looks like Hilda can be recruited uh, in the Black Eagle route. You can recruit her between the time Edelgard reveals her true goals and before the time skip. Okay, um, which is March or month three of the following year. Yeah. Um, she's not recruitable in a, like, the there's a like, kind of a secret fourth route. Yeah. Because um, technically Black Eagles has, Black Eagles, there's three routes, but then Black Eagles technically has two routes. Okay. Um, d- depending on whether or not you decide to side with Edelgard or not mm-hmm. when shit goes down. Because you have that option when you're Black Eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, which is wild, because actually the version where you don't side with Edelgard sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Um if and if you're if you're in the Blue Lions, supposedly you can recruit her almost immediately, mm. which I did not know. Yeah. No, Hilda's like the person. If I could have like recruited and romanced Hilda, but she's not romanceable. Yeah. Um, I would have been on site. Yeah. Though I think next playthrough I do. If I do, maybe I'll do another playthrough because I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do Golden Deer because yeah. Golden Deer has the, um, Golden Deer is the longest campaign yeah. because it goes 
way more into like all the other campaigns kind of end before like there there is a without spoiling too much there is a true threat in the game mm-hmm. that they talk about it like the serpents who in the shadows or whatever yeah. those who slither in the shadows whatever they, they call it yeah. um that is like the real true problem in the game mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and golden deer i think is the only campaign where like you head on address that shit yeah every other campaign's kind of just like it'll be addressed yeah <laughs> like after your campaign ends yeah um, but no, I'm. If I play Golden Deer, I will probably steal all of Dimitri's students again, mm-hmm. and just make sure I get uh, probably all of Edelgard's people too. But I'll uh, I'll have to make sure to get Dorothea because I'll probably wife Dorothea if I play. That's again. that. She's the one. She almost she almost pulled me away from Edelgard. There were so many times where I was just like, "But what if me and you?" Yeah, because you're you're a little bit simpler. Yeah. You're just a little simple. Edelgard has a lot going on. She's got on. a lot. She's got a lot going on. Like, mm-hmm. but I want I want to support Edelgard. She was going to lead the revolution. It's true. It's true. She said she needs you, she needs a strong a strong wife there at home mm-hmm. by her side on the battlefield. Sure. To keep going. She's she's real good. Um yeah, I I'm really enjoying that game. Like I have a lot of criticisms of Three Houses specifically like from like a from like a presentation standpoint, but oh, yeah. uh, but like <laughs> but like narratively i really like what they're doing with that game um the the um the support ranks for for um ignatz and Raphael is like really sad yeah like because um again farum spoilers oh, isn't that like ignatz's family stuff mm-hmm. right yeah yes it's yeah very yeah sad. so like like Ignatz's family and Raphael's family were they were their families were very close and like they and Ignatz's family couldn't go on this particular mission so Raphael's family went instead and his parents mm-hmm. were killed and so yep. Ignatz is like is like actively avoiding Raphael like during the school phase of uh, of the game and he's like dude like why do you keep ignoring me why do you keep ignoring me he was like he's like I have such intense guilt about what happened like I feel responsible for this. Like my, because my parents didn't go, your parents were the ones that died for the ones that mm-hmm. died. And, and Raphael's like, I like, like, yeah, I get it, but like, it wasn't your fault. So like, I need you to get over it for me so that we can, you know, cause I, I we, I want to be friends cause we've been friends for such a long time and I don't want to lose our friendship. And I'm like, that's some, that's some real shit. Like, like Raphael is, is go is going through it and and I feel so bad for Ignaz because like he wants to be an artist and he's like this is a skill that is not useful to what I have to do as like a soldier so like I can never pursue this passion that I have and Hilda's like you should totally do that and <laughs> Hilda's like I barely fight yeah, Hilda's like I don't so give a t- fuck. <laughs> do what you do want. what you want, and then he's like, "Um, well, I don't get. I mean, it's <sighs> Ignatz. I felt I felt so bad because early on, I'm like, man, Ignatz sucks. Like on the battlefield, he sucks real bad. But you just you know keep pushing him along and you know spend some time with him. He's gotten to be really really strong. So he's really not bad, especially no. I think you can push him towards like a mage yeah. path mm-hmm. where he's pretty strong. Yeah, I've, I've still been pushing him like as as an archer still and mm-hmm. he's doing really good. So I'm like, 
I'm proud of my boy. He's a good boy. In general, if my student was like, yo, I have a hidden skill in this area, yeah. that's like a... Because every, everyone who has a hidden skill, yeah. it's particular to them, yeah. and only they can get it. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to push you in that direction. Oh, absolutely. Every time that the game asks you to like, oh, can I start studying this? I just always say yes. Because um, mm-hmm. it's only going to benefit you long term. And then to max out that that path or whatever is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, re- I've been really enjoying it. Um, so I basically do like a mission or a mission or two a night. And I'm almost I'm I'm almost done with the game because I have Astral Chain and Dragon Quest waiting for me after this. Um, mm-hmm. So for the sake of being able just to get through a game, like Astral Chain is probably what I'm going to play next because it's only like twelve to fifteen hours. Yeah, because uh, it's it's just like an action game, so it should be pretty quick for me to get through. But um, that's kind of on my list from the Switch standpoint. Um, like. Fire Emblem did, I think, the only thing it needed to do well, which is, like, I think every Fire Emblem game does a good job of, here are these characters that are, like, real, real intense anime archetypes, Mm -hmm. but, like, we're going to make you like them or care about them, and it's always done a good job of that, but what, because Three Houses makes you spend so much time just, like, hanging out with them on campus... And especially being their teacher. Yeah. I think it would have probably like worked really well if you were just another student, another student. and they were your friends yeah. too. Like totally fine. Yeah. Um But there was something about how they I think just all of the time that you spend like that game is fine and it's fun. Yeah. Um it's really good and it's fun. Yeah. But I, I spent so much time just running around campus talking to everybody all the time about everything. Yes. More than I spent fighting. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, that's what this game that's what I think elevates it over other Fire Emblems in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. is that those characterizations have always been there in Fire Emblem. Yes. But they gave you a reason to really invest a lot more than previous games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope they keep doing that with the series. Yeah, I mean, and, I've, and I think we've mentioned this before, and what I what I like about, I would say, like, the past, I guess, three to four Fire Emblem games at this point, um, Fire Emblem has, still, has been very horny for a long time. It's been very horny yeah. since... Um, Yusuke Kozaki has been the character designer for these games. I mean, even pre him, like the ones that were on the Wii and we uh, on the Wii and the GameCube were still horny, but in a different way because I had a different character designer. But what I like so much about Three Houses is that those games, that game is still very horny. Um, it's yeah. very horny, but it's horny in a different way because I think it comes from a different gaze. Again, with the, being an Otome artist that did the character designs for this game, that. It the characters are still attractive and sexy, but in a very different sensibility. So I really, really enjoy that versus kind of the kind of like outward sexuality of the characters that were in Yusuke Kozaki's designs in those games. I mean, I will forever be a Camilla stan. Like Camilla can step on oh me. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, please, like <laughs> as many times as you'd like. Um, like, and I love a big, a good big titty design i love them but like i i've responded a lot more to the sensibility that's in three houses than i have in the previous fire emblem games i really like these Mm -hmm. designs a lot so my hope is that this character designer gets to be the character designer for the next fire emblem game and that intelligent systems actually develops that game from the ground up because i think it'll look a lot better if they're actually doing it themselves as opposed to a third-party company while having intelligent systems oversee it will make a nicer package because that game is so rough around the edges visually, but, and it has no, yeah, and it has the, no reason to look as bad as it does when smash brothers looks as immaculate as it does, as every other like first party title looks so good. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense for it to look that bad. 
No, there, there's no reason for the textures to look the way they look in that game. Yeah. Um, but it's just good. Yeah, like, it's good. The fact that like the fact that I actually sat and like spent sixty hours of that game, and I'm thinking about going back mm-hmm. and spending probably another sixty to eighty right. to do another route right. is like speaks to how like just much I really just enjoyed that mm-hmm. anime bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, and the fact that it's like. I'm tempted to go play Valkyria Chronicles now because I'm like, I want to scratch that itch that game with another game. That game is real, mm-hmm. real good. I've heard it's very similar. It's, like, if you're into it, if so you're good. into Three Houses, it's a similar, st- uh, similar style. Yes, it absolutely is. It, it's very good. I, I'm thinking I might not play the first one again, even though it is on Switch. I might just play the fourth one. Um, I've heard four is really because good. Because I heard that it's really good. And also, you don't have... you don't necessarily have to have played the previous ones to understand this one. So mm-hmm. um, I want to definitely get into that game again, because I do love those games a lot. Um, but other than Fire Emblem, um, that's the big game that I'm playing right now. Um, now that I'm back and no more conventions for the year and everything, like that's pretty much where I've, uh, where I've been spending my time. But next up for sure is going to be Astral Chain, so I can get through that pretty quick, and then uh, Dragon Quest. It'd be dope. I need to play Astral Chain at some point. Mm-hmm. I think I'll get into. I mean, it. I feel. I mean, I feel a way about like anime cops, but like I feel like again, this one is so it's so far removed from like the from like an American like police for sure thing. So it's like fine. They're they're they're, they're it's a anime cop that has like personas. So sure, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm excited to play that. I hear it's fun, so I'm very excited about playing it. Um, yeah, that's all that I'm playing right now. Um, a little bit of the Mario Kart game. Um, I haven't been playing it as much because I want... The mobile game? Yeah, the mobile one. Because I want Princess Peach, and I, the fact yeah. that I don't have her right now is kind of keeping me from playing it. But it's all right. I deleted it after, like, two days. It's all right. It's, it's fine. It is the... The microtransactions of that, in that game are out of control. It is the most gotcha of gotcha games. Like, they are they are trying to charge so much money for nothing in that game yeah. especially when it's like again looking at that looking at the five dollars a month for apple arcade yeah. versus like that game is trying to charge you like a billion for nothing i think um, the fuck not yeah it's also like it's a thing where i the controls in that game are a little bit weird to yeah. me because the normal control is fine but you don't have much control over dashing yeah. but i find that the like manual dash control just controls very weird to me yeah. like it's very hard to control period yeah. um i'm sure you get used to it but um, yeah, I was disappointed. I was hoping that would be more, just a better Mario Kart game, yeah. and it's just not quite there. I'll just wait for the next Mario Kart, Mario Kart Nine, because mm-hmm. I think we're we're due for yeah. Mario we got to be getting there at this point. I think I think probably next year, twenty twenty, they'll probably start talking about another Mario Kart. Do you think we're gonna get basically Mario Kart Ultimate? I like I, I, have I, them do what they did with Smash, think, where it's yeah. I think the next step, it becomes a platform. Yeah, I think for the next step for Smash Bros. is for it to turn into Super Nintendo Kart or Super Smash Kart. Yeah. At this point, because you are there, there are so many things that you could do with having all of the Smash character, all the characters from all the mm-hmm. Nintendo games as playable characters in in Mario Kart. Like, I would love that. Like, I want to see like fucking. Crom's a dumbass in a fucking go kart. <laughs> like, well, because there's there's, also, there's like there's so many so many Mario Mario Kart characters, and I'm like, whatever, fine. I don't care if they're there, but yeah. like, I don't care about them that much. Yeah. That you could easily like, I don't need Dry Bones, and you know, I don't need all of the Koopa Kids. Um, but if you give me like Kirby right. and Star Fox, like if you just make it the greater Nintendo franchise. Yeah. Um, also, I just 
I, I don't see why... I mean, not that Nintendo has said this, but Smash now is is a platform. Like, most fighting games are becoming these platforms yeah. now, where unless they drastically change how they work mm-hmm. or what engine they're on, there's no reason to release a new game. Right. You just do some updates and some balance fixes, and you add characters yep. to it. And there's no reason for them to not do that with Mario Kart, where they just add tracks and characters, yeah. and it's DLC that you download and pay for. Mm-hmm. Like, and until there's a whole new Nintendo console to have a new one on. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be the case. So I I don't know. I I think it makes sense for them to make a a, a, a Mario Kart Ultimate that is is more like Smash in that way. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll do that. Maybe yeah, I hope so. But if Nintendo wants money, yeah, I mean I, that that I'm happy to give them. Mario Kart already sells. It would sell like crazy. I think if you're like Mario Kart and they showed the lineup and it was like, oh, it's all the Nintendo first party characters yeah. now versus like just having Link or mm-hmm. whoever in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah I I. I would buy it. I I mean, I would buy it regardless. The next Mario Kart game, I am buying. But of um, course, yeah, it would only be more of an incentive to buy it if they did uh, the kind of like Super Smash route with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, what are you? What are you watching? What are you consuming with your eyeballs? Um, so I watched Aaron and I binged Marvelous Miss Maisel, mm-hmm. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel rather, uh, which is good. If you liked, it's the same uh, creator as Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So if you like that sort of like, no one talks like they talk it like in real life. Everyone's very, very uh, fast and witty and very, very funny. Um, it's interesting. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Mrs. Maisel is about a, it's like the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about this uh, woman who kind of comes, she comes from like an upper class Jewish family and her life kind of implodes. Uh, she goes through a divorce and she decides to start doing stand up comedy mm-hmm. um, as a woman in the 50s. So it's really interesting from that perspective. Um, a lot of her character is based on like some of, I know I was, I've read that it's supposedly based heavily on like Joan Rivers's early career. Um, there are some real comics, like real. Uh, not like real comics, but portrayals of real comics in history, like Lenny Bruce yeah. in it. Um, it's just like, if you like, it's, I think it's a pretty good comedy. I think the writing's really, really solid. Um, but it definitely is like, if you didn't like Gilmore Girls, you might not like this because right. it has a very similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. Um, and it's also like shot really beautifully. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, I got into The Fate anime series oh wow yes so i plowed through fate zero Mm -hmm. which is good if not kind of grimdark um which is uh here let me give you ruben's fate primer um so for those of you who don't know fate haven't played fate uh haven't anything fate uh fate is a fate started out as i believe uh this could be wrong fate started out as as a uh, like a adult light novel um, and it had, like, three distinct paths in it based on, like, who you ended up with at the end. So there is uh, one where you end up with Saber, uh, one with Reen, and one with Sakura. Uh, the way fate works is, like, every so often there's this holy grail war where um, uh, usually it's these, like, uh, these mage families. There's, like, these three or four main mage families. But these mage families that have existed through history, um, you summon your uh, servant, um, and your servant is, uh, there's like always seven of them in the Grail Wars, more or less. And each one of them fulfills a class. So there's like a rider, saber, caster, assassin, archer, lancer, and I'm forgetting one. Um, 
but that's that's how it always works. And those characters that you summon, um, whatever their class is, they're like someone from history. So Saber is like the main uh, 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 servant character in the series, mm-hmm. and she is uh, uh, Arthur, King Arthur. Uh, like Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur. She's a saber class. Though a thing in it is that she is technically she's Artoria. Um, she only uh, uh, she like uh, dressed and portrayed herself as a man, I guess, to like get her kingship yeah. and be a soldier. Uh, kind of Mulan. Yeah, style. she's on her Mulan shit. Yes, but in history, uh, Arthur was actually always Artoria, um, and so that's one route. And so Fate Stay Night which was like a 2006 Studio Dean series, mm-hmm. um, is an adaptation of the series if you go the Saber route. Okay. Um, then there's Fate Unlimited Blade Works, which is the Reen route, which Reen is another magic caster, uh, another person who's like in the tournament. And then there's uh, uh, Fate Heaven's Feel, which is, uh, I don't think they're all out yet, but they're adapting it as a series of, I think, three movies, mm-hmm. um, which is the sakura route so there's like your three core things based off the game yeah. gen orobuchi who did uh madoka magica and a bunch of other stuff that tends to be like darker in general yeah, yeah. he wrote fate zero which is a prequel to the game series okay um uh so I actually started with fate zero which i think is a kind of a, a lot of people say it's not the best place to start because like chronologically it's the first thing but things that happen there are more interesting or more important to you if you've watched fate i liked it a lot honestly as an entry point mm-hmm. also like fate zero is like less anime-y in a lot of ways it's, it's less goofy because yeah. it's it's really grimdark yeah um so i watched that i'm now watching unlimited blade works um because supposedly the stay night tv show from like 2006 that studio dean did is like uh it's so so it's also a show that i'm pu- i'm putting on in the background while i do stuff yeah. So I'm only watching it uh, dubbed because um, I can't obviously just like kind of have things subbed and half pay attention because then I don't you know, know have no idea what's going on. Right. And I'm, and I'm really right now like there are enough dubs that are good enough yep. that when I can, I like to be able to like do other shit while I'm watching anime yes. as opposed to being 100 percent focused on the anime. Absolutely. So I've been using dubs for that. And it's really nice because it feels like I'm wasting a little bit less time. Yeah. Um, so uh, the 2006 fate stay night series doesn't have a dub streaming anywhere mm-hmm. so i'm skipping that for now i might go back to it later so right now i'm watching unlimited blade works uh which was by ufo table mm-hmm. um was the studio for it. ufo table also did zero i think okay um i think ufo table did unlimited blade works in like 2016 mm-hmm. um and it looks good all the ufo table shit like obviously they're doing a great job with uh kimetsu no yaba or demon slayer oh, right my now god. that show looks amazing <laughs> oh my god um so good. It's also just so it's good. So good. Um, but so I'm like part way through Lim- Unlimited Blade Works right yeah. now, and I'm enjoying it. Like, and it's weird because that's like that's all that that's like all the core Fate stuff. Yeah. And then a lot of people know Fate from Fate Grand Order, right. which is the mobile gotcha the mobile game, game. Right. which is like same world sort of, but a completely different, um, a shit ton of different characters completely. Like everything. Like there's actually a new Fate anime for this season that's like fate something babylonia that is a, an adaptation of one of the like story parts for uh fate grand order okay. so it's like very disconnected very very different from the other fate stuff like core fate stuff yes. um 
And there was like, there was a, I actually watched a little bit of, what was it? Fate Last Encore Extra, which is based off of a game, like a console game that's part of Fate. Okay. That's again, like completely different shit. But I was watching it because uh, Studio uh, Shaft was the studio for oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. And Shinbo directed it, who is Madoka's director. Okay. So it looks, it has that sort of like, Shaft and Shinbo do like a sort of knockoff Utena style, mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. So it has that style. It's like way more cutesy but like really weird architecture yeah, look yeah um which i prefer honestly to like how normal fate looks for the most yeah. part um and it's you know what it's like i still think like as a series it's definitely like kind of peak anime in a sort of trashy way oh, yeah but it's very enjoyable um saber is like the goat she's so good yeah. uh she's just really good and like interactions between a lot of the servants is really really good mm-hmm. um so i've actually been enjoying that mm-hmm. um but watching fate Miss Meisel. Um, okay, here, right, here we go. Here's here's my anime dump of things because the new season just started, yep. um, and I'm way behind on like stuff from last season. But I've talked about some of that stuff, mm-hmm. so let's see. New season stuff. Obviously, uh, My Hero Academia yeah. is back. Yep. Excited for that. The the arc that they're about to cover is one of my favorite arcs from the. Comic. That's what a lot of that's like been like the general consensus from everybody. They're like this this yeah. part that the anime is going to cover is like really really good. So I'm very excited. <laughs> The overhaul arc is really good. The first episode of the new season is like a huge fucking recap episode yes. that's anime original. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, this is a bit boring, but whatever. It's like, it's been a year and something to get people back into yes. it. Um, so new My Hero. Um, there is a, oh, what is the actual name? It's like the overly cautious hero or something. Let me see if I can actually get um, the, is the... it Where is it streaming? Is it on Crunchy? Uh, I believe Crunchy does have it. Let's. I'm looking at my Anna chart list, and it, I had it in Japanese. There you go. It's oh god, this is the most light novel ass name. <laughs> cautious hero. The hero is overpowered, but overly cautious. God, I hate. I uh, that show's funny. I love and hate light novel names. They're the worst. Okay, so it's on Funimation. Okay. It's not on Crunchy. Okay. Um, that show is really funny so far. Yeah. The animation is surprisingly good, and it's just about what it sounds like. It's a goddess summons a dude to save a fantasy land. So Isekai series straight up, but he's overly cautious to like a fault, mm-hmm. um, which basically is, it's just him playing the straight man being overly cautious yep. and setting up punchlines for her. Cause she's like really nasty and ridiculous <laughs> and just a really fun character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, she's what makes the show. Uh, so yeah, cautious hero is worth watching so far. Um, I watched the first episode of fate grand order. That's it. Fate Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front, Babylonia. Um, <laughs> that show looks good as hell. Yeah. Cloverworks is working on it. Yeah. And they have like an amazing staff on it. Um, so if you're into that shit, that was decent. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of No Guns Life, mm-hmm. which I love that manga. I already have some issues with the adaptation as far as like, I don't think it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like, it just looks, especially for having Madhouse be the studio oh, doing no. it. Oh, no. It just does. I just don't think it. Some other people think it looks fine. Yeah. I just don't think it looks great. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like it's as charming as the manga feels okay. thus far. But I, I'm still going to watch it because I love the manga. Yeah. Um, I would just say, like, if you find yourself interested in No Guns Life, read the manga some. Because mm-hmm. um, it is really, like, it's a really good, like, cyberpunk noir thing. Yeah. Um, oh, I shall be saying so. Cautious Hero is on Funimation slash Hulu. My Hero's on fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Fate is on Funimation and Crunchy. No Guns Life is on Funimation and Hulu. Um, I haven't watched Beastars, 
because I think it's a Netflix one, so we won't have it for like a year. Oh, God. Uh, so obviously, I need to just uh, download Pirate. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I watched the first episode of Welcome to Demon School, Arumakun, because a lot of people said it was really funny. Mm-hmm. It's on Crunchyroll. I didn't. I I thought it was fine. Yeah. Probably won't keep up with it. Um, and let's see. I don't think I've watched anything else. Um, I need to watch the new Pokemon. Okay, why is it that that? Oh, is that or is that a movie that's happening? No, there's a new Pokemon. Right? It's not out yet. Yeah, it's November seventeenth. Yeah, okay. it's not out yet. And that one, they're gonna go to every region. In why does no one license Pokemon? Like, it never gets licensed on, like, Crunchyroll? No, Nintendo has the rights to the anime. Um, It always airs on Disney XD. Okay, so I need to... Okay, which I guess Disney... All all of Sun and Moon, of the Sun and Moon anime, is on Netflix. Okay. That's my thing, is that there's a couple things like Precure. No one licenses Precure. Well, um... I mean, okay, Glitter Force on Netflix, one season. Well, there's two. There's two? Yeah, like, Glitter Force of Doki Doki. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I really, I really 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 hope with every part of my being that saban doesn't license precure because if so we're not gonna get like who who did licensing for the netflix ones that are out saban the people oh saban Saban did did it it. okay someone else needs to get it that's not gonna turn it into fucking glitter force and i don't know i haven't watched it so i don't know if it like they've they've four kids oh they 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 absolutely did four kids it Uh, fucking get out of here precure is so good i would watch that Every season, yeah, if it was, if yeah. there was an easier way to watch yeah, it, I would too. But right now, you have, you have to download. Yep, yep. Um, they have to do the illegal thing. But and unless I hear there's oh there's a new season of High Score Girl, which is very cute. Yeah, from a while back. Um, and I don't think there's a new season of Grand Blue. Yeah, which Grand Blue is like fine, but otherwise, I'm not seeing anything that I'm like dying to watch. Um, um for me, uh, Food Wars: The Fourth Plate is out. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I've never gotten I've never gotten into Food Wars. So it's so it's good. My radar. It's so horny. I know there's there's new Seven Deadly Sins. Oh god. I I know. Uh, I know. We've talked about it. Uh, I wish I wish it was less shitty pervy business because I like a lot of what's going it's on. It's really in that good series. when it's not doing the pervy thing. It's really good. There's more sword art. Oh yeah, Do you because want more that's sword exactly art? what I want. Get the fuck out of here, sword yeah. art. Um, Azure Lane has this. <laughs> oh, there's new Psychopaths, actually. I wonder yeah, if it's good. I heard there's a new Psychopaths, and I heard that it's good. And I heard that Psychopaths okay. has just consistently been good, but I've only watched that first season. Yeah, season two is good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've just been watching, I've been trying to get through a bunch of anime. I'm, I'm actually going to pull up my actual analyst real quick, because there's a bunch of stuff from last season. Obviously, I need to catch up on uh, Demon Slayer, because I'm behind on it. You have to finish it it i just met lightning boy oh you just met zenitsu yes uh, i'm behind i haven't even gotten to this oh game. my god yo you, you i know okay. oh my god you have to watch it um what i ugh, i'm i'm upset about what that dub sounds like i uh inosuke doesn't sound inosuke right. they fucked they fucked our boy up but I think what I heard of other people sounded okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all the other but characters. Sound, Inosuke, all the, other, uh, the other characters sound fine, but it's just Inosuke's voice is like is fucked. Remind me to send you later. There's a they do a thing called uh, it's like a Kimetsu no Radio, mm-hmm. where it's the voice actors doing like just t- like interviewing each yeah. other. 
And there's a really cute one where it's um, uh, it's the main character and the lightning boy. Yeah. Zenitsu, yeah, right? Yeah, Zenitsu's lightning boy. Yeah, they're hosting and Nezuko comes on as the guest. Mm-hmm. And it's just them like freaking out about it being Nezuko for like 60 seconds. Yeah. And then just being like screaming about how much they love Nezuko and how great she's, she is. She's so great. And it's it's just very very cute. Yeah. Um, I need I need to I need to watch Carol on Tuesday. Ruben, I watched like two episodes. Please, Please. it's so is it good? It's because, so good. Okay, it's because so I I wasn't good. like immediately after like the first episodes I was like this is pretty and I like the characters. I'm just not drawn into like plot. It's stuff. good. It's good. Um, it feels it feels very like Cowboy Bebop esque when because like a lot of the episodes are kind of serialized a little bit. But there's a, sure. but there's like a consistent like plot through line and everything like that um they the first the first half of it kind of goes uh, is a uh, carolyn tuesday they end up competing on a show that's kind of like american idol um uh-huh. it's it's really good it's really really good um the songs are amazing they go to a festival kind of like coachella it's crazy like it's 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 really cool it's really really good the music is insane i yeah, it's good. The second half of that comes out in November, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's good. I'll have to I'll have to sit down and watch it some more because I do love what's on about stuff. Should. It's really good. I like it. A um, lot. But yeah, as of right now, there's not a lot from this season that I'm like really feeling, mm-hmm. like really really excited about. Honestly, like I'll probably spend a lot of this season finishing things up and catching up to things from last yeah. season. Last season was um, really strong. Summer was really really strong. There was a lot of really good stuff. Last season was surprising. Like, there's a lot of things I was not expecting yeah. to be anything that ended up being like, oh, like, like the Demon Girl Next Door. That show's cute as fuck. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Um, everyone should watch yeah. it. Um, DJ, also. Oh, shit. Also, yeah. So we'll talk about this together because Hunter Hunter, I've also been watching, but we'll get to that. Yeah. What have you been watching? Um, what have I been watching? Uh, yeah, finish Demon Slayer. It, like, every episode is good. Like, there is not a single bad episode of that show. It's. It. It. I. <laughs> I I haven't I feel like I haven't really watched a show that has been that consistently good in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's, it's just it's, good. It, it just it just hits it, different. Yeah, yeah. Kimetsu no Yaiba just hits different. It just hits different as a shonen. It just it, hits. It different. does. Um, <laughs> like Horikoshi could never. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I mean, in terms no. of like writing women, like Horikoshi could never. Um, oh God, when you meet. Shinobu. Uh-huh. We stand. She's the best. <laughs> she is so good. I love her, that fucking purple bitch. She's everything. Um oh, I just know that like God. I've seen her entrance where she poisons a motherfucker uh, real quick. And then I saw like the next episode had like uh Titty Girl and I was like, okay. And Titty Girl is things, good too. Titty Girl is things is in good. store. She's beautiful things in store. She, just keep yeah, watching. It, it, I, wow. A, an incredible show. Um, and the next arc <laughs> that they're doing of Demon Slayer is going to be a movie. Yes, the train arc yeah, thing. Which right? I'm excited about that. Um, so, um, what else have I been watching besides Demon Slayer, um, Hunter Hunter? I'm about like 60 episodes into it. I've watched all of the dubbed Hunter Hunter. Okay, so then we're at the same, we're basically at the same spot then. Yes, I just finished because it's the, it's the Hunter arc. It's the Heavens, uh, the tournament, Heavens tournament, whatever. And then it's them about to do Heavens Arena, Heavens Arena, and then, and then it's uh, it's the Gre- Phantom then it's Troop Green, Then it's Green Island. 
Yeah, so Greed Island is not dubbed. Yeah, it's not dubbed. So I've been watching where the where the the Netflix uh, dub ended and started watching it on Crunchyroll from the from there forward. Okay, um, I need to start doing that because like when uh, the Phantom Troop arc ended, yeah. I was just like, I'm sold. I love it this show. It's so this is amazing. good. <laughs> it fucking slaps. Um, yeah. Don't talk to me about Hosoka. Hosoka's got like there's there's people out there that, like are horn like real horny for Hosoka. Yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. He's he's not real. Hasoka can't hurt yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's nasty. Yeah. Like when he when I was just like when I was like oh Hasoka's just like horny for death. I was like okay that's fine. He's a villain. He can be horny for death. Yeah. Then I was like no he's horny for more than death and I don't like it. <laughs> like it's mm, mm, he could be horny for death but like chill out a little yeah, bit call, when it comes to fighting dial like it back. going you could dial it back yeah um dial it, like if you want to be horny for bloodshed that's fine yeah. but just think about who you're horny to kill and maybe dial it back a little yeah because you're a problem yeah. you should be in jail you should go to jail Yikes. um <laughs> yeah hasoka yes i'm problematic <laughs> yeah um yes yeah, so i've been watching a uh, hunter hunter and what else have i been watching um yeah carolyn tuesday which is just so good so mm-hmm. good and let's see what else I've been watching. Um, I, I hate to be that person, but I'm kind of hate watching Fire Force. Oh yeah, I'm like, I mean, that happens sometimes. Where like you just find yourself, you've dedicated some yeah. time, and you're just because you're there's it. like a lot of really cool stuff there. There are things in, like I have I have not yeah. uh, kept up yeah. with it, but it's like I like I love Maka. Yeah, she's a great yeah. character. Um, I didn't continue like getting farther down the road, but like the fan service character seemed like a good character mm-hmm. outside of the fan service yeah. shit. Yeah, um, like even the main boy seems like he's a good character. Yeah, yeah like there's some dumb shit that I don't like. Like when we were we were talk, uh, talking about the one battle where he was like, "Oh, like well, if this is all in my head, then I'm just gonna get up and win." And I'm like, oh, "Michael, really? <sighs> the laziest shown in writing yeah, I've yeah, ever it was, it was, I've it ever was seen. It was bad." Um, like they could have done anything. He could have just been like, "Oh, I'm, uh, hey, I make fire. Maybe I just need to like breathe in more oxygen and make stronger." I don't give a yeah, fuck. Whatever it is, but like, oh, like I, it, this is just something in my head. If I don't think it, then it's not a problem. I mean, he's like, "I cured my depression by smiling more." Is exactly that's exactly what, what it was. It's like, yeah, maybe <laughs> if you worked out, you wouldn't you wouldn't have anxiety. Maybe maybe <laughs> if you maybe if you just smiled, you wouldn't have depression. Is basically yeah, like Fire Force fights are won by like inspirational posters from people that don't know anything. Yeah, and, yeah, fire. Yeah, Fire Force battles are won by people on Twitter that think they're armchair that they're armchair uh, um, therapists. It's like some chicken soup for the yeah. soul solving fights. Right. Um, yeah. So there's some fun stuff there that I like, and it's animated beautifully. That's the sound design is crazy on that show. The sound design, sound crazy. design is crazy. The real, opening slaps. Yeah, the opening like, is real good. The sound design's great. Um, there's a there are there's a lot uh, to like about that show, and I see why a lot of people like it. But it's like ugh. The fan service stuff just takes me out of it every time, um, and it sucks because if the fan service stuff wasn't, it would there, be perfect. I would probably be more inclined. Yeah. Same with Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. If they got rid of the the fan service stuff, that is like to me just like whatever. I can deal with fan yeah. service, but there's a there's a point where it's like too much, or it's too stupid. I mean, at that point in Seven Deadly Sins, it's it's sexual assault <laughs> is what's happening oh, in that show. Like, for sure. Um, but. Um, Let's see. What else? What else am I watching? Um, Anime-wise, I think that's it. Um, I'm watching this current season of The Great British Baking Show, which, again, continues to be a delight. Um, oh, it's just always... Who's your favorite? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, 
what is her name? Uh, the girl that's been Star Baker like the past three times. Oh, Steph, Steph is so good. Steph's She's very good. So, so good. Um, I love Henry. Mm-hmm. I'm attracted to Henry in a weird way. Yeah. Henry's like the twinkiest of bakers. But I think he's funny. Mm -hmm. Henry's funny, so I like Henry. Um, I love Alice because Alice makes ridiculous faces. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's very very cute and has like kind of like big crazy eyes. Yeah. Um, But she makes crazy faces. Um, Yeah, it's just like there's so many good. It's just every season. It's like all these get get Paul Hollywood out of here. And let me just hang out with these people that I like. Yeah, exactly. Like it's that show brings like they, what's great is that they, that show doesn't have to manufacture like like the intensity that like a lot like a, no. like a top chef or like any american food baking competition show has um Mm-mm. it's just like there's no music or any ridiculous sound effects when they're like evaluating the food and they're yes. and they all just have to sit there in silence and watch them eat <laughs> the things that they made Especially it's like the technical challenges, like that's the part where I'm like, this is fucked because they the technical is stressful because they just have to sit there on the chairs and they don't know who made who, who made what rather, and they're eating. They're like, hmm, you know, this is um a little burnt. It's a bit a bit stodgy. Yeah, but, yeah, a bit a bit claggy. Claggy it's, and it's stodgy. Claggy. The two words that I was yeah. like, I gotta look this shit yeah. up. Yeah, and just watching them like biting their lips or like trying not to shake and just like mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> saying bad things are good Claggy. things about my sure. stuff um yeah it ooh, it's <laughs> it's 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 rough so like me <laughs> when me and brandon are watching that show together like when anything happens we're, we're both like screaming at the television <laughs> <laughs> like the first episode of the season where they're making the tarts and the girl dropped her tart we were like oh. Oh. <laughs> I think that was was that Alice who did that? It might I think it might have been. I was just like, Whoo. yeah, yeah. That part I was stressed yeah. out. I was like, nope, yeah. too like, much. I'm like, I, I can't. Like, I can't. It's also a show where it's like, I'm just gonna cry every episode. Right, right. Like it. That's... It just excellent television. So so good. Um, let's see what else am I watching. Um, and I'm, I started watching, it's on Crunchyroll, it's called Black Fox. I thought it was, like, a 30-minute episode anime, but I start watching it today, and I'm like... It's a movie. And I'm like, oh, like, the episode's over now, right? No, 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 it just keeps going. Um, it's on Crunchyroll, like, I saw the trailer for it a couple weeks ago, um, but it's, it's animated pretty well. Um, it's basically about this girl who, um, oh, it's, it's a movie. It's just a movie, so... Um, which I think it maybe was supposed to be, yeah. A, I think maybe it was supposed to be a, a series. Series yeah. at some point yeah. was maybe the the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like I, I've heard that it kind of feels like that a yeah. little bit in some yeah. ways. Um, but yeah, I've heard it's I've heard it's very it's good. good. Um, this girl, she's living with her family at home, and they were descendants of ninjas, and. Basically, uh, she was expected to follow in the footsteps of her grandfather, who was, like, peak ninja. Like, he is like, you will honor your grandfather and be a ninja just like me. And, like, the opening the opening ninja. starts out with, like, her and her grandfather having this, like, dope-ass ninja battle. And it's really, it's beautifully animated. Um, and then she really wants to be like her father, who is, like, a scientist and an inventor. And she really wants to be like him and make things and all that stuff. And then, basically, it kind of... 
uh, flash forwards to her being older and getting ready to go to a university. She passes her exams. And then she goes back home to, like, see her parents, to see her dad and her grandfather. And basically, um, her father's a former scientist buddies from when they were in, in school together, like, have all mm-hmm. kind of gone their own separate ways at this point. And the technology that her father made, they she he basically made, like, animal drones that can kind of, like, camouflage themselves to look like, like actual animals. So, like, a dog. There's one that's a dog. There's one that's, like, a bird. And one that's, like, a, a squirrel. Uh-huh. And they basically want that technology to use as weapons. And the father's like, no, I don't want you guys to use these as weapons, blah, blah, blah. And so they kill him and take the technology. And, of course, they kill the dad and the grandfather. And she's like, fuck this. I'm sacrificing my future. And it's not to get to exact revenge on these fuckers that killed my family. Because that's what we do. We fucking cut bitches up. <laughs> we get real. We get real. And it's on site. When I find out who killed my, my grandfather, it's on site. That's it. On site. Period. Big dot. So that's kind of what happens there. It's really good. It's really, really like beautifully animated. I love the art a lot. Um, so it'd be cool if there was more in the future. Um, I would like to watch more of it. I'm going to finish it tonight. But I like what I've watched so far. It's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I need to give it... I've heard good things. Like, I've heard that it's a good, like... It's a good time. Yeah, it's yeah. so far it's just been a really, a really, really good time. Nice. Well, is that... I don't know if got anything else Yeah, I think that's it in terms of what we're watching. You want to take a little quick breaky break? Because we kind of spent an hour just, like, catching up and talking about stuff. So much to catch mm-hmm. up on. Um, and we have a little mm-hmm. bit of news, but then we'll answer some questions. So let's take a no. quick break. We're back, and we're going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the news with a bunch of nerd shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, before we get into the big conversation about um, the Hong Kong Blizzard stuff, um, I just want to knock out some of the easy things first, because that one's going to be a little heavy for us to kind of talk that's about. That's going to be a whole conversation, yeah. yeah. Um, so, exciting news that I found out this morning. Um, so, the Sailor Moon movie that's coming out in 2020 is part one of a two-part movie, for that, for the dream arc, which is the fourth arc of Sailor Moon, so the '90s anime would be Sailor Moon Super S. So that's basically what the arc of this movie is going to cover, which is exciting, mm-hmm. and it's going to be in two parts. Either I'm not quite sure if the whole dream arc is going to be one part, and then the fifth season is going to be the second part, or if the dream arc is going to be broken up into two sections, but. Um, it's exciting to get a couple of more details on it because we haven't heard anything about what this movie is going to be, nor do we have like a PV or anything of it. Um, we just have that one PV that just shows off the character designs and they look really, really good. Yeah. But yeah. I'm yeah, the key art they showed looks good. Yeah. Like it makes me hopeful. Yeah about how it'll look in general. Yeah, um, because it's the same person that was working on Sailor Moon Crystal Season 3, so I have hope. I have high hopes of that, only because I feel like that Sailor Moon Crystal Season 3 did a really fantastic job of kind of bridging the two gaps between wanting to kind of have a story that's much closer to the manga in terms of the story, but also still maintain the same charm and fun of the 90s anime, because people that worked on the 90s anime worked on season three of Sailor Moon Crystal, and it shows. So um, what I'm also excited about is that the key visual that they released for this is a panel that's taken directly out of the manga, 
and it looks mm-hmm. really, really good. So I'm I'm really excited to see what this movie is going to be. Um, I I just want like a little like a little PV that shows some footage of the movie because just seeing a scene from it just from a trailer would would like give me enough information to be like, all right, cool. Like it's going to at least look okay for the most part. But um, it looked... Yeah, I just want to see it in motion so I know it's not all CG. Right, right. <laughs> um, so the, the biggest thing um, I think from this is that this is a collaboration with Toby Animation, which Toby has animated Sailor Moon since its inception of the, of the 90s anime. And then it's also in collaboration with Studio Dean. So mm-hmm. um, I know that you know more about like what Studio Dean has worked on in the past. So... And we talked briefly about this on Twitter. So, like, they kind of have an okay-ish track record. Yeah, the Dean... So, like, Toei... When Toei wants to... Like, when to- Toei has a lot of great people... Like, I'm pretty sure Toei it does Precure. Yep. And, like, Precure is has been known for a while now to be, like, young animators that are up and coming. Mm-hmm. They'll send you to Precure to cut your teeth and make amazing-looking yeah. shit. Um, so, Dean has been, like... Up and down yeah. for the past, however, like I'm looking right now, just like they do a lot. Um, I'm looking for like recent. So they're doing the new Seven Deadly Sin season is them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it looks. I haven't looked at it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, they did the Junji Ito collection from 2018, which looked okay. Do what else? They did Konosuba, which like Konosuba is. It looks good and it doesn't look good. Like, Konosuba, like, has, like, really great faces, but also just not, doesn't look good overall. Right. They did a Log Horizon back in 2014, which is fine. Like, I would just say that they are pretty, like, to me, middle tier, as far as quality goes, studio. Mm-hmm. But Toei stuff, when it's a good team, their shit looks really, really mm-hmm. good. So what I'm hoping is that they basically get, like, the, uh, the Precure team from Toei doing shit on it. And Studio Dean backs them up. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting is just going back and looking at the uh, at the article again. Um, so it looks like uh, uh, Kazuyuki Fureyasu, who worked on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and that time I got reincarnated as a slime, is writing the script mm-hmm. for both movies. Oh, good because I those are those, both yeah because they're, they're both good. Like I need to go back and finish watching uh, the slime anime, but like I liked slime anime is very. I, fun. I loved it's I loved slayers. everything that I watched of it. The story was really really great, and I liked the writing a lot. So I think mm-hmm. if it has any level of charm, as JoJo and uh, the slime anime have, like I think the movie is the script wise is going to be in pretty good hands. Um, and the fact that uh, Chiaki Khan, who um, was the director um, of Sailor Moon Crystal season three. I think the combination of those folks together can make something really, really great that I think would toe the line between like classic um, Sailor Moon in terms of like the style and the writing of the of like the anime, plus like again the talent that's coming from JoJo and the slime anime like all together could be a really good team. So I'm hoping I'm like it's just my hope that it's that it's fun and that it's animated well. And I'm hoping that because it, it's going to be a film versus it being an anime, like a, like a 22 episode series anime, that it's going to be pretty nice looking for the 70 to 90 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I think like uh, Dean to me is very much a coin flip yep. uh, studio. Yep. Like you just you just don't know until you yeah. get it. Like versus you know if it was, it would never be. But I can't even imagine a Kiyowani. 
Sailor Moon. <laughs> Look, even 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 if they did it in the Kyoani house style, I, I would be I, so. Oh, okay with oh my! Like, <laughs> are, you, are you okay, DJ? Thinking about how that would look is how gorgeous. Borderline bringing me to tears because if you had a Sailor Moon season that looked like Sound Euphonium, just like could you? Right? Yeah, I, I man, that'd be incredible. She deserves it. She deserves. She, she deserves honestly it. deserves. Um, <laughs> she deserves it. I mean. Uh, even though clear card arc was boring as fuck, like card captor Sakura looked really, really good. It looked mm-hmm. really, really good, and was so like, it's just what that art style looks like um, with digital animation versus doing um, hand painted cell animation. So it looked that show looked good, had great music, and it was everything that I loved about uh, card captor. So I hope that they could do the same thing with these movies because I really do like Sailor Moon Crystal season three. I actually really like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's so good. much fun. It's so fun. I'm gonna probably watch it again because it's it's dubbed now. So I'm gonna <laughs> probably go watch that again because it's just really cute. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So next up, um, if you're a big Brain Age fan, like I know a lot of people are, like surprisingly in my feed, um, they're making a new Brain Age game for Switch. So if you want to test your brain with some math problems, you'll be able to do that on your Switch pretty soon. They're fun, games. fun games. Um, <laughs> this article made me really sad when I saw it earlier today. Um, the Pokemon Masters producer apologizes for his game being boring. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I've played a little bit of it, and I think honestly, I like the battle, the battle system in that a lot. Good. I think it's like kind of a more interesting battle system than like actual yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> no, it's, it's good, and I. I think that the character models look better in Masters than they do in Sun and in a, Sun and Moon, um, in a Sword and Shield. Like I like this art looks more like um, like the original Pokemon artist like art. Like I feel like it's a better representation of what a contemporary Pokemon game could look like. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that the art in, Sor- in Sword and Shield are bad. I'm not team hashtag Bring Back National decks. Like I get what DJ. Why are you shitting on Sword and Shield so much? God, yeah. Why do I hate Pokemon so much? Um, why do you hate Pokemon? Why do I hate, po- why DJ, do I hate Pokemon? Stop hating Pokemon. Stop critiquing Pokemon. They're dealing with yeah. Enough, it, it's DJ. true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Game Freak. I'm sorry. <laughs> be, be nice. I'm to sorry. Pokemon. Like I, you guys are just lazy and like, <gasps> like why can't you just put all eight million Pokemon in the game? Like, like I don't understand. <laughs> like. You said you guys are working on quality animations, but some of these animations look the same from previous Pokemon games. So, like, you guys are lying to us about... I'm not an about, animator, but I know a lot Yeah, I don't know anything animation. about animation, but I know that these two animations look exactly the same, so therefore you guys are lazy. How hard could it be? I love armchair uh, criticism of people that aren't game designers. It's great. Especially, like, fields that are, like, very, very complicated. Right, right. It's like... You guys are making a lot, making up a lot of assumptions about something you literally know nothing about. So mm-hmm. you're gonna buy the game anyway. So like, get over it. Yeah, just just have enjoy a good time this. And, like, buy it. and you know, I really don't think that the target demographic, which are like eight to ten year olds, are really gonna give a shit. <laughs> so like, those eight to ten year olds are gonna be they're gonna so, be so mad no because these children were absolutely alive for the last. I don't know, six generations of Pokemon games, like, they're gonna be so pissed. So pissed. I just want the one that looks like a fucking Corgi. Give it to me. Just give me that sweet, sweet Corgi. Yeah. And I want that fucking trans rights ponytail. 
Well, got to get shield for that well, one. Brandon's getting shielded. He's going to trade that Pokemon with me because I need it. This is this is one of the big perks of having a significant other. Yeah, is you make them get the other Pokemon mm-hmm. game, and they're smart because mm-hmm. they're releasing the game as like a double pack together. So you get both games, and I'm like, here, husband, this one is yours. Now get me Aww. the fucking pony. This gift is for both of us. Now, now trade, trade me pony the me. fucking trans pony. Give it to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I like Pokemon Masters, but it is boring. It's it's weird because like the, the gameplay is yeah. fun. I just think like the loop doesn't. I don't know. Some of the loop. Yeah, isn't something good. about that loop is just really boring. I don't know. Um, yeah. Other than, but uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's get into it. A lot of our listeners through our Discord server, which again, thank you guys so much for being such active participants in the Discord. And basically, whenever we call on y'all for questions, y'all jump at the opportunity to give us both good questions and sometimes horrible horny questions and you know what we need both in this world and it's fine um so (laughs) a lot of folks were asking about what our thoughts were on the the blizzard stuff with hong kong um and do you want to kind of break down exactly kind of what's happening can you yeah yeah Yeah, let me let me just so i make sure i got some of my facts right let me pull up the article really quick um so okay so uh a one of the um one of like the grandmaster, I think that's what they they refer to it. Uh, uh, Hearthstone players, um, Blitz Chung. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess after winning one of the events, he um, he made a statement about Hong Kong. Which right now there's obviously like a lot of a uh, there's protests uh, going on in Hong Kong, uh, basically against the 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 Chinese government. Um, Hong Kong. Uh, my history might be if you hear about like Hong Kong previously was a European colony until I don't remember. Like it was early two thousands when they were handed back to mm-hmm. China, and a lot of that was sort of uh, predicated on Hong Kong would still kind of govern itself independently from mm-hmm. China while becoming part of China mm-hmm. again. Um, China is sort of starting to push some overreach, I guess, mm-hmm. from my understanding, into Hong Kong and that sovereignty, mm-hmm. um, uh, to including like extraditing people from Hong Kong for crimes into mm-hmm. China, um, which has, from my understanding, like it has a completely different way of, of uh, how to go about prosecuting, mm-hmm. which is like one of the things that's uh, really tenuous. Um, I should be better read up on this than I am. Uh, so feel free to correct me because I'm probably getting some of this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my understanding at least. Um, so this has obviously caused a lot of, um, uh, a lot of people to speak out, especially because the, these uh, protests um, have been going on for so yeah. long uh, now at this point in in Hong Kong. Uh, so this Hearthstone player um, uh, voiced sentiment of like you know like free basically free Hong Kong is what people are saying like let Hong Kong do their their mm-hmm. thing without China's oversight into yeah. it. Um, so that happens. Uh, Blizzard's reaction, which um, Blizzard is a company that is like uh, you know wildly popular in Asia, mm-hmm. uh, China as well. Um, so obviously makes quite a bit of money over yeah. there. Um, I don't remember if Blizzard has is if does Tencent have ownership stake in I Blizzard. Don't think Tencent has ownership over Blizzard. I think isn't that uh, Riot? Tencent previously had a fifteen point six eight stake in the company and raised a stake through blah 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 blah. Uh, Tencent took part in Activision Blizzard splitting from Vivendi as a passive investor in twenty thirteen. Uh, now, so let's see. They don't own as I guess they don't own as much of it because Blizzard is now Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard. Um, uh, so Tencent owns I guess a hundred percent of Riot okay. Games, forty uh, percent of Epic Games, mm-hmm. 
which is wild. Yeah. Uh, 11.5% of Blue Hole, which is player Unknown's uh, Battlegrounds. Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. 5% of Ubisoft, 5% of Activision Blizzard, um, uh, just a whole bunch of other yeah. things. Um, Tencent is yeah. huge. Um, so, obviously... Uh, and this 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 uh, to blow this up. This is also not just something that's happened with Blizzard. Um, there was an issue in the NBA. Uh, one of the players on the Houston Rockets, I believe, tweeted something that was sympathizing with uh, uh, the people of Hong mm-hmm. Kong. Tweet was like immediately taken yeah. down. Um, he was made to apologize about it. The NBA uh, really went after him for it. Um, I believe Nike's. Uh, I think it's Nike. I don't know if it's like stores physically or like Nike's uh, Chinese. They're they're Nike.com, but in China. Yeah. Um, I think they removed all the Houston Rockets oh, merch wow. from their site. Basically, there's there's been more and more and more because China has such a gigantic economical stake in a lot of of uh, American brands. There's a lot of this um, uh, basically like companies censoring their athletes or themselves. Mm-hmm. Or doing all these things to appease China. Um, this is also like the Prime Minister of China. I think uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China right now because there were uh, the current like president. Um, is it president? Yeah, Chinese president. Uh, I couldn't remember if he's president or prime mm-hmm. minister. Uh, people can pit, like said that he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Um, so now, like Winnie the Pooh's just straight up banned and censored in China because. Um, men are fragile wasn't it uh, wasn't like peppa the pig also like banned in china oh like maybe peppa, i don't know oh, hold on peppa pig um like there was also a really good, like a horror game that was banned from steam in china because i think i had a reference uh, it was a this hit taiwanese horror game devotion banned in china after hidden message links uh, uh z jinping i might be mispronouncing that as the chinese president to winnie the pooh um which is a game that was like huge and doing really well um that just got like wiped off of steam because of that um so this is like this is a general problem Mm -hmm. like gamers freak out about censorship all the time and uh, this is happening on a big scale um uh, specifically to appease uh china the chinese government so back to the blizzard stuff blizzard's reaction is they gave him a year ban from competing in hearthstone and they also took his winnings away from the tournament um stupid which is so, stupid so dumb so after a couple days of people blowing up at blizzard rightfully so blizzard released a long statement and um i think they gave his winnings back yeah, to him i did i and did changed, they gave the winnings back to him they gave the winnings back to him and they changed his ban from a year to six mm-hmm. months i mm-hmm. believe they also and this is some bullshit and i i i I'm going to try to find, I wrote about this on Twitter Mm -hmm. briefly. Um, But they also said in their message that the content of, of uh, Blitzchung, the content of what he said, isn't why they banned him, Mm -hmm. Um, which is bullshit. Like demonstrably complete bullshit. Um, I'm going to find this really quick. Here we go. Um, So here's the actual statement itself. Um, Basically, him saying that they said that he was in violation of esport athlete contract, which is there is a from what I read when I looked at it, there's a clause in the the contract that the language is so vague that it would allow Blizzard. I would say, if you said anything on stream that was offensive to any part of the audience, mm-hmm. they would have reason to uh, take uh, action against wow. you 
because of the way that the wording is is phrased. Um, which to me, that's like a lot of idiots get offended when women are on the stream. Yep. So if Blizzard wanted to play that card this way, they could. Um, but they were playing it this way because obviously, like, they want to keep a good relationship with China. Um, <clears throat> so uh, also the fact that Blizzard, like, their ethos is the thinking globally, leading responsibly, and every voice matters, which is such bullshit right. now. Um, so, the, yeah, they say the specific views expressed by Blitzchung were not a factor in the decision we made. They want to be clear. Our relationships in China had no influence on their decision. Mm-hmm. Um, bah, 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 bah. Here, we have the rules to keep the focus on the game and on the tournament to benefit the global audience, and that was the only consideration of the actions we took. If this had been uh, the opposing viewpoint delivered in the same divisive and deliberate way, we would have felt and acted the same. So if he had said something uh, pro-China instead of Hong Kong, they said they would act yeah. the same. This is demonstrably bullshit because uh, there was an Overwatch League Pride Day mm-hmm. earlier this year where, like, Pride stuff was very present on their entire stream, and it's awesome. That's really rad. Uh, Overwatch League, their mascot is Tracer, who is canonically queer. Um, That broadcast itself was actually censored in South Korea um, because of it it being Mm Pride-oriented. And to me, what this is, is, like, Blizzard is just picking and choosing their politics for what they believe will benefit their bottom line, which appearing to be... And again, like, there's people that work at Blizzard that are good yeah. people i'm sure and like obviously there's people at blizzard like there was a walkout at blizzard over this stuff um because a lot of the people that work on these games that actually make them the creatives tend to be good mm-hmm. people um it is your c-listers and people that are making all of the money off of this shit that tend to be the awful people um but so this is an example of like blizzard choosing which pol- which politics benefit right. them which like supporting lgbtq at this point in time is like yeah, it's it's beneficial to them to to support you. there's money to Absolutely. be made like to not do it i think probably ends up being more annoying and more of a problem than yep. to do it so someone crunched numbers in a room and was like this makes mm-hmm. sense um and i'm sure they're like it's the right thing to do but it's the right thing to do and it's good for us financially um so if they're going to say like hey like not guarantee you them having a fucking pride day stream for overwatch league offended some of their viewers to the point to that shit was censored in south korea Mm -hmm. so they can't say that and then be like and then uh uh, punish blitzchung about this hong kong stuff at the same time like they're picking and choosing their politics for what benefits Mm -hmm. them and very obviously the politics of speaking up for hong kong and the people being oppressed by china there did not track um so it's they're a corporation we've said it a billion times on the show corporations are not your friend like it's so it's i'm not i'm not surprised it's still disappointing Mm -hmm. my biggest hope blizzcon is like in less than a month it's early november i'm just hoping blizzcon is wall-to-wall protesting yeah i'm hoping that i'm hope i'm hope i love that um people have been trying to uh like are doing a bunch of like may art and like trying to turn may into a hong kong like resistance yeah. fighter so that so that china will not want overwatch stuff mm-hmm. over there they're like cool if you're gonna do this to save your skin in china for this we're gonna try to make your characters unusable yeah. by by associating them so intensely with uh with hong kong um so it's it's a big mess mm-hmm. but it's uh, not surprising this is what a hundred percent this is what corporations yep. do and right now china is 
one of the biggest and one of the most important markets, period. And they don't want to lose that market. So that that's my 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 thoughts on it like overall is just like hey they have the right to do this as a corporation their fans have a right to fucking yell at them and protest them and and, and everything else and just you can't like i you just you can't trust any corporation to actually ever do anything besides try to make money right like i mean ultimately that's what they're trying to do they're, like blizzard is a company that's trying to make money um there are absolutely good people i i know people personally that work at blizzard that are good people that want to do good work and and all that stuff but it's like it's and none of that none of that should fall on those folks that are in the trenches it shouldn't fall on the folks that are in qa shouldn't fall on the folks that are on any or in any part of of the of those divisions of the company that you should be no targeting your anger at like it's the people it's like the the ceos the cfos and 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 those those individuals that we should be targeting that that frustration towards and absolutely I believe I'm a firm believer of of voting with your wallet like if that means mm-hmm. you like like canceling pre-orders for Overwatch for Switch or stop playing Hearthstone Overwatch wow whatever 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 that means for you I do it absolutely do absolutely yeah. do that um don't don't harass workers don't yeah. harass devs yeah. by all means as as legally as yeah. you can harass fucking cfos ceos c-listers yeah. that are making these decisions that are signing off yeah. on them and are making millions of yeah. dollars that you know when companies are doing layoffs of hundreds of people thousands yeah. of people they're taking in bonuses of right. millions like these are the people that are ruining right. the world so uh, yeah harass yeah. them <laughs> like feel yeah. free but yeah like that yeah the whole thing is is a mess and it's oof. i'm very very curious to see what blizzcon is going to look like this year because of it so again i i last year was already a mess for blizzcon yeah. because they were like hey diablo on phones and people were like fuck this fuck yeah you. yeah so yeah um and the folks over at waypoint talked about it um this week so again if you want a breakdown from people who are like way more in the know about the ins and outs of all that stuff you should definitely give uh waypoint radio a listen and have those folks talk about it if you enjoy us but want to hear smarter people talk about the listen same to things <laughs> listen to, <them. laughs> listen to waypoint. so <laughs> yeah like, wait, wait like if you want it from the real yeah. pros like waypoint. Right. We're, waypoint we're we're two idiots like don't take our word for everything just let's talk to people that actually know what they're talking about um but um I guess that's all that we really have to say about that about that subject, and that kind of addresses some of the questions that we got in our in our Discord server. That's that about yeah, that, so, and that's that on that. Um, mm-hmm. So let's let's get some of these uh, less involved. Yeah, let's jump <laughs> straight into the mess. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is for you, DJ um, uh, from Scarlet Queen. Uh, what did it feel like finally seeing the Black Mage make its way into the world? Um, and congratulations on you and Daniel on making it. <laughs> Don't yeah. cry. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not gonna cry. Um, but yeah, thank you. This is like the one time I'm not <laughs> gonna like... cry. Um, thanks, Scarlett. I really appreciate it. Um, it is such a wild feeling, kind of like being on the opposite side of the book now. Like, it's felt like a fever dream for like the past three years. Like, 
making this book was basically my life for the past couple of years. Like, I didn't go out. I didn't do much outside of, like, going to work and coming home and doing, like, family things. Like, I just stayed at home and worked on this book. So um, being on the opposite side of it, being able to kind of, like, reconnect with my friends and have a social life again, and then going to these conventions now and going to New York Comic Con and that being the first convention where we had the book to where people could buy it and we could sign it for folks and they could read it and all that stuff is is crazy. Like, it's out for the masses to consume and, it'll, and it will be out officially on the 29th of this month. So it's... Um, it's it's a lot. It's overwhelming. Um, it's And something that I've really, really, really been thinking about a lot is that um, for such a long time I was like, oh, what if people don't like it? Oh, what if this or that? What if, you know, all these negative things? But, I mean, I think about what we do on the show every, every time we record and we are constantly, like, critiquing things that we both enjoy and things that we don't enjoy. And there are people in this world that love the things that we, that Ruben and I personally don't enjoy. And that's just the nature of things because people are different and people have different interests and things resonate differently with certain people. So, um, and on the read recently, um, Crystal said um, her mother would say to her, if, if if people are talking shit about God, they're talking about you, but instead of using God, she's changed God to Beyonce. And it's also so very, very true. If people are talking shit about Beyonce, they're definitely talking shit about you. So it's one of those <laughs> things that you just kind of have to like let go and just be okay with like, not everyone's going to respond well to the things that you put out into this world and that you're going to make. And that's fine. Um, there are plenty of games that I absolutely hate that people love and that's fine. Those developers still go on to make games. Those people go on to still do other projects and get hired to do other projects and do other things in the future. And so will I. So, um, it's kind of one of those things like, I think it's really helped me kind of like not bear so much anxiety and like, keeping myself up at night being like, man, um, I made this book and are people going to hate it? And some people are absolutely going to hate it and that's fine. Um, and some people are going to love it. And for the most part, a lot of people love it. We got a starred review in the school library journal. And while that might mean absolutely nothing to certain people, but what that does mean is that if our book was started by the school library journal and reviewed very highly, what that means is that my fucking comic book is going to be in libraries in schools all over the fucking country. So, and people still don't realize how vital um, libraries are to uh, one, just like, people reading graphic novels and having access to graphic novels and books in general, but libraries are also just resources, resource centers for people to have access to the internet for places for people to meet and hang out and, and do things with it. And it's a multi-purpose facility to, to do things and to also learn and to check out books and hella people check out lots of books from libraries and hella schools order things based on, based on reviews that come out of the school library journal and getting a review that was so glowing from that from that organization like means the world to me and i you know i couldn't be more grateful to have gotten such a, a wonderful review for our book from an organization that honestly is way bigger of a demographic than you would think in terms of uh, uh graphic novels and graphic novel sales and the impact and reach that they have to new to new readers so i'm i'm like over the moon that the book is like tangible i can hold it people can read it and 
all that stuff. So it's it's crazy. Um, I'm hoping that it does well enough to where we get a second book. Um, we've already written our outline for book two, and we are just basically waiting to see what the sales numbers look like and get the go-ahead to do book two. But it sounds like it's going to be likely that that's going to happen. But it's all in thanks to the the hard work that Daniel did in writing that script and me busting my ass to try to like make a nice looking comic. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that it shows and people are really excited about it. So um, got a lot, got lots of love from people at New York comic con and a bunch of people that like are in the discord server. were like, Hey, I'm in the magical boys discord. I'm so excited to buy your book. And I'm like, this is fucking wild. So um, you folks that came up and saw me at New York comic con, um, whenever you were able to see, actually see me. Cause I was all over the place during that show are amazing. So thank you for that. Um, I think it's also really important to do what you did yeah. too just now, which is like thank yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like that sounds weird, but like just being like, oh yes, uh, it happened because you and Daniel yeah. did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, I think that it seems like I don't know. People tend to not talk about that because maybe it seems uh, faux yeah. pas. But I'm like, no, I think it's so important to be like, yeah, we worked our ass yeah. off on this, and it's good because we made yeah. it good. And you know, if it resonates with people, it's because we yeah. did that. So hopefully we get the chance to like do more right. of that. Um, Cause I mean, like, that's like, that just reinforces like do good work, do hard yeah. work, pour yourself yeah. into it. And like people will respond. Yeah. It might not be like as many people yeah. as you want or whatever else, but like it, it will happen. You just have to like, make the shit yeah you know what I mean? absolutely um and i and i did like an interview with um someone that i that follows me on instagram talking about like comics and making comics and like you know representation and all that stuff in the in in this space and it was just like um you just have to like pour yourself into the work and talk and we like and we had a conversation about access and like what that meant and i'm grateful to be in a position to where i'm actually able to maintain a job and pay bills and had a roof overhead to be able to do the work. So it's, it it's, it's hard. It's, it, it was really, really hard making this book happen. I'm not going to pretend like it was like that. It wasn't. And I'm actually going to give myself like a pat on the back saying like, you fucking worked your ass off on that. Like, mm-hmm. and nobody, and nobody can take that away from me or Daniel. So it's, it's cool. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy to like, it's, it's sitting on, on a shelf in the other room. And I'm like, it's a book that I made. It's on, it's sitting on a shelf. It has an ISBN number. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did my Oni pre-order to get the hard, because you can't get the, I guess you can't get the hard edition unless you get it from Oni Correct. directly or, or from, from the show. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't going to be at a convention when yeah. you had it. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to get it straight yeah. from Oni and get that foil. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I'm very, very excited it's, it's, it's real, to read it and see it. That, that foil, that, that rainbow shit. It's, it's crazy. I'm very, very proud of well, I feel weird saying proud of Daniel because I don't yeah. know Daniel as well, but I'm very, very oh, proud thank of you, you as well. Yeah. Thank you. It's hard. Just make it's it hard. hard it is because it's like, like, and the thing is like, that is, that is, it's hard and that is the hardest yeah. part. Like, I think a lot of people can yeah. make things. It's, it's just a matter of like yeah. doing it and just doing it. That's just hard. Like making the show is hard. Like make, like what do you do with him? That's why we're yeah, very bad at we're it. So, we're very that's sorry. Why we're bad at it. And, um, and like, and what the, all the stuff that you do at dad's garage is like, it's, uh, that's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of shit. I realized when I get back from, from my vacation, that's going to be, my schedule is going to be go to work like yeah. nine to five, go to rehearsal seven to yeah. 11 yeah. every day, except yeah. for Friday. 
And on the weekends, it's 12 to 6, Saturday yeah. and Sunday. And it'll be my life for, like, the whole month until we open. And I was just like, what am I doing? I'm almost 34. What am I doing right. to myself? <laughs> like, why am I, why am yeah. I doing this? Yeah. It's, it's, but it's yeah, fun. Like, it's fun. We love doing the work. And it's, it's, it's hard. But, yeah, I mean, it's the, the work pays off, which is crazy. And people have been super supportive. So I'm just like, y'all are amazing. Everyone's great. Um, let's see what's the next question we got here. Um, yeah, um, Portuguese says, uh, why is a glaring ponytail not a fairy type? Um, because of homophobia, that's why. Um, to be, to mm-hmm. be fair, because if glaring ponytail was a fairy type, you have uh, so many other fairy types or that True. color, you wouldn't be able to have a balanced team. You know what? You're right. How, how are you going to have a trans yeah. right team if they're all it's fairy true. type? It's true. You have to diversify. Sure, do. I'm excited. I'm so it's excited. important. That, that that's a little cutie. I like it. So cute. Um, question before we go to the actual question is is it pronounced promare or promare? Do we know? I think it's I think it's just yeah. promare. Even though like the Japanese way, you'd be like it would be like puro mare, yeah. but like I think it's just yeah. promare. That's what I tend yeah. to hear. So and I don't remember in the movie how they pronounced okay. it so yeah um so the question comes from scarlet queen she says um did you two see promare if yes spoiler free thoughts is gallo or whatever his name is a himbo um i still haven't seen it yet i'm very upset that i haven't see- gotten a chance to see it yet i wanted to see it while we were in new york but i was so good. like fighting back getting sick from new york comic-con because people are gross and also new york was gross <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah i didn't get a chance to see it while i was out there um, Gallo is a himbo. 100%. Gallo, Gallo is, yeah. he's Kamina. Like, there's not a whole lot of differences between, he's like a less rude version yeah. of Kamina. Like, if Kamina is like more of a yeah. sweet boy from Garen Lagan. Um, it's, it's very good. Me and Aram to go see it. Uh, it was, it is, it's, it's gorgeous. It's visually insane. And it never stops from the moment it starts. Like, there's, like if anything, my my biggest uh, again no spoilers, but my biggest uh, uh, critique of the film is that like I could have dealt with it slowing down a little more yeah. often to give me some more character yeah. stuff because there's like a whole cast of really colorful characters. All the rest of the firefighters, they're like not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like like they they go so like so full steam ahead with the plot that you barely see any of the supporting um, firefighter characters. Um, it's really just like Gallo. Uh, Leo, and then like a couple of the supporting mm-hmm. characters. Um, that said, though, the soundtrack slaps. Um, it's beautiful, 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 and it's just really fun. If you like Amishi's work, like Girl Lagan, Penny and Stocking, other stuff, I think you'll like it. Just don't go in expecting like a really, really thought provoking or intense narrative. Though it is, it 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 does. It's sort of about refugees in mm-hmm. a couple ways. Like there is an interesting like anti ice like pro refugees sort of tilts to it that's like it's not that deep yeah. of a movie so i'm not going to ascribe a lot of thought yeah. to it but it's there which is interesting okay. um and it's gay yeah. it's not canonically but gay but there there is a scene and if you, if you see it you'll know the exact scene i'm talking about where if it wasn't gay they wouldn't have shot the mm-hmm. scene that way they wouldn't have held on the scene the way they held on it it wouldn't like the scene would have been done a very different way and because it was done the way it was, I was like, this is gay. <laughs> this is 100%. It's gay. 
Um, uh, Jamie Meow Wow says, do I need a haircut? I don't know, Jamie. Where's your yeah, face? Yeah, we don't get to see your face, <laughs> Let but see. I look at it like this. If you're asking if you need a haircut, you likely need a haircut. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I need a haircut. Yeah, I'm, right I'm going to so. get one probably on Wednesday before I go to work. Um, let's see. Um, Super Jivan says, uh, well, yeah, it's the Blizzard stuff, so we are. The Hong yeah, Kong so controversy. We, but thank you for asking about it, because I want to make sure that we yes. talked about it. Let's see. Savi asks, what is the hottest Sailor Moon ship? Can it be real ship or crack ship? Um, real ship? Um, the real ship, that is my favorite. It is... Uh, it is Zoys. Yeah, my favorite ship is a Zoysite and Kunzite. Um, they are two of uh, Queen Beryl's henchmen from the first season of Sailor Moon. And um, in the in the '90s dub, Zoysite was was female, but actually Zoysite is male. And in the in the mm-hmm. Viz redub, Zoysite is male, and they did a very good job of voicing of voicing um, Zoysite. Um, yeah, they're they're very hot. They're very cute together, and uh, yeah, that is that is a ship that I will sail into the sunset. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, um, my other favorite ship—it's more of a ship in the manga than it is in the anime—but of Sailor Venus and Sailor Mars, they're like they're like mm-hmm. men who needs them. They're trash. Mm-hmm. Mercury and Jupiter is one. Of that my is a real ships. good ship, like short girl and tall girl. A short girl, tall girl, like real take care mm-hmm. of everything, beat you up, athletic yeah. mommy, and like sweet support yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a <laughs> mercury love it um so captain marvelous says um have you guys heard of or listened to any of the queeks queer podcasts and how will we retaliate for them for them encroaching on the gay geek podcasting space so we don't do that we don't pit queer podcasts against one another um <laughs> we support each other and we don't we don't do that Okay, but I will do like a sort of West Side Story Jets versus mm-hmm. Sharks sort of throw. Um, I, I did like poke um, around the internet to kind of see like where their show was and everything. So they've been they just started this year, and um, they have a Twitter account, but it's not very active. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I listened to like the trailer, but I think it's just I think it's two like queer white folks. And um, again, um, the big point of our show is that we wanted to have a show. From two queer folks of color, because where are they in the gaming space? Nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, there's space for all of us here. Um, but if you want to be West Side Story about it, you better be on our side. Um, but, you know. I mean, yeah, there's space for all of us. I, I support any more queer voices of whatever in the space. But also... Have you told our friends to listen to us and written review us on sure, iTunes? Ha- yeah, have you? And if you haven't, please do. <laughs> have you? And please do. Because um, <laughs> that is the strongest yeah. weapon. <laughs> um, go ask, uh, please talk about the Blizzard Mast. We did. And also, as much uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses content, which we also did. Um, so we're all good. Yeah, um, from our fave, Black Barbara Gordon. Um, any cackles towards a Vic Magnolia sh- uh, shit getting completely dismissed? Ha! 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 Yes. Um, Fucking asshole. That's what you get. That's what you get for being yeah. an idiot. It's, it is wild to me, like... Ma- and maybe these are... These are just the people I guess you don't hear about. But, like, it seems like almost every single one of these bad, shitty um, people like Vic Magnolia is also the dumbest. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason why they get away with stuff is because, I guess, like, people don't talk about yeah. it. Like, society makes it hard for, like, us to confront yeah. it. 
But like, every if you didn't, if you want a good laugh, if you barely even understand like the basics of of law, um, this entire the entire entire ordeal is just just hilarious. <laughs> like, it is just he just got he just got shut down one hundred percent, and I hope he's in debt forever and i hope he never voices a character yeah. again um yeah like he fucked up so like if 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 it was like oh and i'm I'm all about redemption i think it's i think it's good to let people mm-hmm. grow and become better people and they shouldn't have their entire lives gone forever because of fuck-ups but if you're not going to show any of that and you're just going to double mm-hmm. down then you can you can go to hell yeah. <laughs> like you can get out of here so yeah so like fuck fuck that guy Fuck that guy. He's the fucking worst. Um, I mean, God, that, that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood dub is real good, but like, he can go fuck off. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, like, I'll, he's a yeah, good he's voice good actor. He, yeah, he's a good voice actor. Like, he's good. He always sounded yeah, the same, did. which yeah. is fine, because a lot of people get hired for what yep. their voices are. But, like, but yeah. he's a creepo. And there are plenty of voice actors out there that aren't creepos. And aspiring voice actors that aren't creepos. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> That's um, talk your shit. <laughs> the, that you can get absolutely so, no need to hire yeah, fuck the that guy um let's see um, um we've got a couple more questions here um tetris 99 is a mashup of two this one comes from professor litwick this is the not nasty question um okay. tetris 99 is a mashup of two almost incompatible genres with puzzle games and battle royales what is an absurd combination of two genres that you would love to see and how could you see that working um, so, um, let's see, let's see, um, another genre mashup. I would be curious to actually see, like, a rhythm fighting game. Ooh, yes, yes. Like, what if you took, like, because you, you've seen people, people have done this, like, streaming, where it's like, well, I'm going to play Street Fighter, but use, like, a DDR yeah. pad. But it's like, well, what if you made a fighting game that was, like about stringing like you would it, you would have to do dance combos mm-hmm. still but i think that'd be interesting i don't know how it'd work yet but i think that'd um, be really I'm cool i'm thinking that it could work kind of somewhere mechanically very similar to buster groove because um the button oh. inputs oh buster groove is kind of, kind of, of like a fighting because, rhythm like, the button game. inputs for a lot of those look like hadoukens or shoryukens and stuff like that um but it's just like yeah. a different pace of which you're inputting commands so i would love that that would be cool Never ever gonna run Yo, away. that fucking song slaps. That fucking that kitty fucking and song, song slaps. slaps. You guys, like, if you haven't ever played the whole soundtrack, if you, slaps. Have, if you haven't ever played Buster Groove, one, you need to fix that. Two, um, just type, go into YouTube and type in the kitty, kitty and song Buster Groove one, and the English version of the song because the Japanese soundtrack for that game is very different. So um, very so different. Listen to that song it is like 90 also uh like, very 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 oh very very good get that get that, that burger, burger song, song is in a here. mess but uh dj breaking news i just dropped you a leak of the new sonic yeah, the hedgehog movie yeah yeah it looks so much better it looks a and lot I think better a certain somebody that we certainly know might have had a little something to do with that i who can confirm not me but maybe Oh really? Maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Interesting. Do you th- do, do you think a certain somebody was uh was consulted about how to make them uh, look less? How to, yeah, about monstrous? how to make Sonic look good by a certain hot person. 
Uh-huh. That, I, I assume they didn't consult yeah, initially. Right. So who knows? But that looks good. That looks way better. That yeah, much, 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 much better. It, the, you guys don't see it, obviously, because it's it's you know it's a podcast. Um, but I'll drop this in the Discord later. They basically it, he has cartoon proportions yeah. now. Sonic looks actually kind of like Sonic versus a child in a Halloween costume. <laughs> that's definitely what it. That's absolutely what it looked like. That's very, very, very true. Um, let's see what else that we have here in the question bucket. Oh yeah, pr- the, the the next one from Professor Litwick is the horny one. Um, oh, uh, Litwick, Litwick can't not get it's nasty true. It's every true. time. And, but that's why we love them. We yeah, need that. Um, and it says, and since it wouldn't be an episode without a cursed question for me, which horror movie antagonist, Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, etc., lays the best pipe? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Horror movie villains. Now I gotta think about horror movie villains. Um, does 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 the uh, does the the hand from Adam's family count? I mean, not like yeah, a pipe, I mean, but I mean, cause, probably because again, like people, can, you can have sex in a multitude of ways. It doesn't have to be, you know, yeah. by insertion. Yeah, you, know? you could do just that. that what that, that hand handy. do? What, what, what can, can that hand, hand do? do? A it lot. Can do, it could do a lot. It turns actually. out so. You know, uh huh. Um, not interspecial, but I'm sure Cujo lays pipe. <laughs> that dog fucks. <laughs> the dog fucks um, with the dogs I for feel, sure. Ooh, uh, this is. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, Jason has a big dick. Uh huh. I, I just feel like if we're gonna come out of the water, just... do you think Jason's dick also has a mask? Oh, it might. Has a hockey maybe mask it on does. it? Maybe like that. Maybe like. His junk has like a cod piece, and the cod piece is in the shape of that mask. And then, and then it has, and then like the cod piece has like a little like where the mask is because I feel like it would be like a cod piece, and then it has like, like the mask there, right? But like the mask like lifts lifts up like this for okay, it. Okay, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin something really quick, real fast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop something oh, no. in our chat. Okay, so look at the scream okay. mask. The scream mask oh, is no. be balls and dick. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it's just it's, a droopy pair of nuts, cursed. and then the mouth is just a wiener. I was googling oh, villains, no. and I just was like, "Oh, the scream oh, mask! No. The scream mask looks like a bike seat made for your nuts and dick." <laughs> To keep it safe when you're biking. You drop them in. You, yeah, you just drop them right in. You got slots for everything. Now, your nuts are going to have to be oddly skinny yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kidney bean shaped. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know what the nose is. The nose part, no, I don't know what no, that is the part nose yet. part, no. I don't think so. Yeah. No. It's, mo- but it's the rest mostly of it. just like the mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. It's like the FedEx arrow. I can't yeah. not see it now. Um, um, this one comes from Brisuvi. I hope that's how I say your name. Um, if it's not too late, it's never too late. Um, stealing a question from the Giant Beast cast to ask which video game character should guest star in an episode of Scooby-Doo to solve a mystery with the gang. That's a fantastic oh. question. Latent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you like the like the real question, if you actually want like a real like detective that would be Professor a real detective, Professor Layton, for sure. Um, like, yeah. I, I mean, for from a pure like comedy standpoint, like the the Scooby Mystery Incorporated meets Kratos. Oh my <laughs> God, Kratos just kills yeah. everyone. Good lord. Mm, or, or the 
<laughs> or Mystery Incorporated meets Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Just surprised every time he comes across a dead body. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Detective Pikachu would be another reasonable. Yeah. But but voiced by twist. Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. get the real one in here. Um, so this one comes from... Uh, yeah. Boshe asked about fall season anime, so we touched on yeah, that a little we bit. Did. We did. Um, if you could be the goose from Untold Goose Game for the next 24 hours, who are the top three people you would torment? Um, can I kill people? If I'm a goose, can I be prosecuted? Um, I want to say no, because you're a goose. So that would definitely like, take some people out who are making the world mm-hmm. a worse place. Yeah, you're a goose. Like, what are, like, what are they going to do? Yeah. You know, just torment turfs um oh wow and what a perfect question to end on um from another lovely episode of our podcast um this one comes from holly booberry holly says if you could do a magical girl transformation what would your signature ending pose outfit be um so um i i probably think about what i wear way more than like i probably need to on a regular basis especially Mm -hmm. when i go to conventions like i plan I plan mm. looks. I plan to turn looks at conventions because um, that's oh, like yeah. make some spreadsheets. Like what you do make like a look book before a convention. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me let me look through uh, my pictures because thank God for iPhone and machine learning and knowing facial recognition and saying like, hey, this is your face, right? Um, so <laughs> hey, here's you DJ. wearing all the dumb shit that you could that you've always that you've that you've worn. Um, so I would say like probably one of like my favorite outfits that I've ever worn. Um, um, ever since I bought those overalls, I don't know how to act. Um, so <laughs> um, probably me in these overalls with a very fresh fade and wearing uh, either underneath this like powder pink or millennial pink hoodie and like a and like a baseball cap. And some Converse is probably what I would end up looking like. Because one of my coworkers said I looked like an anime character the other day. And I was like, that's the best thing you could ever say to me. So thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I, I feel like if I had to go like iconic me, which is like just because it's how mm-hmm. I dress all the time. It's probably going to be like black skinny jeans. Probably like a black hoodie with like some sort of graphic mm-hmm. on the back or something. But like monochromatic for yeah. the most part. Probably gonna be like black, like slip on ninja style the, the, shoes. The ones that you, did you keep the ones that you that you texted me the other day? Oh, those yeah. Chinese ones, yeah. those leanings. Yeah. Oh yeah, those ones they, are comfy they, as shit. I was so really, surprised. Really I like those. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. Um, yeah, it would probably be like some really dope, some really dope shoes, and then the rest of my outfits tend to be just be like comfy, like streetwear, mm-hmm. goth and, ninja. And you gotta bullshit. have those little cuts on your knees, like the little open, the little open parts always. Always. Always open cuts. Otherwise, honestly, it's weird. I have found, and I think because I've I've become used to it, I have found when I wear jeans that don't have knee cut like knee cut mm-hmm. outs that I'm just like, oh man, my legs feel hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're not breathing as much. Um, so I've I've ruined myself now. I have to wear. I always ha- I always have a hard time with those because like I'm I'm I don't want to say that I'm short. I'm like average height, 
but like yeah i have a big butt so and i and i have like wide hips so whenever i because i have to wear like i wear like a size like 36 or 38 depending on the pant because i have to get them over these hips and ass and so mm-hmm. and so basically to everyone's mind they're like oh if you have a bigger waist that must mean you're at least six foot three no 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 i'm i have a big butt no. like I'm, I'm i'm a thick boy and i yep with a 30 inch inseam it's like I, I yeah need- i need a 36 30 like that's what yeah. i need or 36 yeah and people don't yeah, make that so sometimes. it's like i so like especially if i go to like uniqlo or something because they don't depending on the on the on the type of pant sometimes they just do the waist they don't do um they don't do like an inseam cut so you just have to get them personal you have to get them um tailored which uniqlo will do provided you bring you bring a receipt but like i don't want to have to like go back to the mall like a day later to go pick up the pants but i just want to like take yeah. them and wear them but um but yeah i need to i need to just do that more but thank god for um for asos so i do like asos a lot because they have a um they have like a fit finder thing that you can do on the on the app it says you do you put in your you put in your weight, which is like I'm very self conscious about my weight. Um, so you put your weight in there, your height, and all that stuff, and then it calculates like what things would fit would fit for mm-hmm. you. And it says, "Hey, we have your size in stock. You should go ahead and get it." And I used it because I bought a pair. I bought two pairs of well, three pairs of shorts from them, and I used the Fit Finder thing, and it was accurate. I'm like, these fit perfectly. I love them. It's the right length that I want, and it's good. So. Um, if you ever want to buy clothes online and you, and you have any reservations about it, like ASOS has a fit finder thing and it's usually pretty accurate. <laughs> ASOS is great. I actually feel bad how often I send clothes yeah. back to them, but they make it yeah. really easy. I always feel bad when I do that though, but I'm just like, well, if it didn't fit, right. it didn't fit. Um, I think all of my jeans are yeah. ASOS right now. Cause usually there's a sale. You're getting like yeah. decent jeans for like a pretty yeah. reasonable price and they all fit me like much better than most. Like I'm wearing ASOS yeah. jeans right now. They're cute. They're cute. They're great. I don't know how they get stuff to me when they're UK based yeah. so fast. I think they have warehouses they have, in America, they have to. but still, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess that's gonna do it for us. Um, thank you, folks, for joining us again for another episode. I know it's been a minute, so we appreciate you guys just always hanging out with us whenever we do record. So you're wonderful for that. Um, where can people find you on the internet, Ruben? <laughs> oh, look at me yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in the middle of a yawn, and I was Ooh. like, no. Um, you guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Rubots, R-O-O-B-O-T-S. I think I'm the same on Instagram, though I'd never use it. Um, you can find me also at Ruben Medina, R-U-E-B-E-N-M-E-D-N-I-A, uh, M-E-D-I-N-A, yeah, that's <laughs> it, um, <laughs> dot com for just, you know, if I'm working on a project, uh, doing comedy stuff, um, it's there. You can listen to my comedy podcast with my straight cis friends <laughs> um uh, they're, they're, they're huh? good boys yeah they're good they boys try. they try um they're good boys uh you're welcome hollywood which is an improvised movie podcast um and i'll be in japan october 25th through november nice. 5th. so if you want to see lots of japan photos my feed will be mostly that probably for you should a like while. if you have if you have internet access you should like do an instagram story of it and make it a highlight so people can watch it I hate doing Instagram stories, but maybe I will. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I'll I'll just take f- photos. Or, or you can just I'll send t- pictures to me. <laughs> I'll try to be better at doing social you don't, than I tend. I'm, I'm always really bad. I'm just like I'm enjoying this, and I forget to take photos and stuff. But that's just me. Um, 
And you what about you, DJ? Your boy at oh hey DJ on Instagram and Twitter. That's o h h e y DJ on both those platforms. And um, when I'm off of work, I make TikToks because they're fun. Um, so <laughs> they're very um, funny. I keep yawning. So. I'm so sorry. Like I don't care, but I do. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I make, I'm on TikTok as well because it's just ridiculous and silly and fun. Um, so it's uh, on TikTok. I'm oh hey DJ one, but if you just type in oh hey DJ, you can find me. Who the fuck? I don't know. Oh, hey, somebody that doesn't use her fucking account like a fucking asshole. That's um, the worst. I'm like, let me take the account. Let right. Me use it. Um. So yeah, that's that's me over there. And uh, the Black Mage finally comes out October 29th. Um, is when the book is out in stores, so you can get them wherever you get your comics. Um, if you want the special hardcover edition, which is the edition I'm very, very proud of, um, you can get that edition on Oni Press's website. So if you go to onipress.com, that's O-N-I-P-R-E-S-S.com, and just look for Black Mage, you can order the hardcover edition. You can only get it from them, um, or you get it from me at conventions. Uh, so I would just hop onto their website and grab it. Um, yeah, that those start shipping on the 30th, so I'm very excited for you folks to get your hands on the graphic novel that I've been working on for almost as long as we've been doing this podcast. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, check it out. I hope you love it. But uh, other than that, I think that's going to do it for both of us. We love y'all very much. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, DJ, mm-hmm. sorry, real quick. Breaking news. Zoe Kravitz will be Catwoman opposite Pattinson's Batman in the new Batman Hi. movies. Just Very saying, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman is fucking yeah, inspired. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. I support it. That's, that's, that's a great a, choice. That is an excellent anyway. choice. Um, thank you all so much for joining us on the epi- another episode of Magical Boys. We love y'all very much. And we will see you cuties next time. Bye. Bye. Um, people that eat Kit Kat bars without like like breaking them off mm-hmm. are terrorists. Yeah, they just bite right into them. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like that's a sort of chaotic energy I can't get behind. I like it makes me very angry. <laughs> you might as well have, you might as well have sex without a condom. That's some fucking <laughs> irresponsible raw dog. Yeah, shit I was like, you just bite straight into a Kit Kat. Looks like you just raw dog anybody you see. It's like you just cream pie a stranger. Get out of here. <laughs>